this start to play? This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect It's about time that we got some respect This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect It's, it's about time we got some respect Hail Satan! <laughs> Whoa! Uh, Jebediah, you gotta stop with that. Oh my god, I'm actually recording right now. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we're live. Okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> you, uh, you guys missed. We were doing some shit on the off stream. Man, some of that shit, I'm glad. We're, we're very here. progressive. Yes, we, we are, are very progressive, progressive southern gentlemen. So. Woo! Welcome to Press Start to Play episode 149. I am your host, your perpetual player one, Dan. And as always, your perpetual player two. You're actually going to do it? The Reckless Renegade. And I'm the guy who shows up with the Mad Cats controller instead of the actual name brand controller. I am the perpetual player three, Richie. He's hey. the guy who gets the Mad Cats Mad Cat. Are we calling him Mad Cat? I press the turbo button, but I don't really know what it does. <laughs> do you really need to be jumping at 50 times a second? Is that what that button did? Turbo, all it does is when you press one button, it will just is like constantly pressing like 50 presses a second. Huh. That's Yo, all it did. I need that for like when I'm playing them uh, Pokemon Stadium mini games. Oh, shit, yeah. Just, That's fucking cheating, and you know it. Hey, man, it's not cheating if it's consensual. The game says it's okay. Probably <laughs> well, you have the game's consent. <laughs> okay, so who wants to talk about your week, Jebediah? All right, eeny, meeny, miny, you're still new here. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's playing? What's watching? Bam, 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 and how nerdy was your week? I'm jealous how I can do this throughout the whole podcast. Well, I mean, I can. So I the know whole, the whole can. southern thing that comes from what is it? Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Oh yeah, so you watched it. Yes, a yeah. glorified KFC commercial. And what a glorious KFC commercial it is. I'm not going to lie, I actually do love it when WWE guys, they take the time to make something completely stupid. Well, yeah. like, it just reminds me of like the WrestleMania 21 promos they did. When they went Hollywood. When oh, those was, were so good. WWE went Hollywood. It, it kind of speaks to the product where we were kind of so tired of the serious... Well, they Melodrama, try to be serious. The, ser the serious melodrama like, really that South Park makes fun of so yes. goddamn. I remember that episode of South Park so well because then I watch wrestling now and I'm like, it's all there. It's all there. I can actually see Vince McMahon just sitting up in the booth with like a play with a play program and, and like those little binoculars and the little one like mm, yes quite quite. <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching that, which is great because it lets you know like these guys can be funny. If you're giving them the right stuff, like, the Good Brothers have always been funny. The Good Brothers being Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows. But it gives you, it shows you how much funnier all the other guys can be. Like, a lot of people give Cena shit. Oh, I know Cena can be funny. I know. Cena's I, always been funny. Cena's always been funny. Have you seen him in the tra in Trainwreck? Yeah, he threatens to rape some dude. It's great. <laughs> when Cena threatens rape, it's always a good time. Um, I have our podcast title for the week shit. that might get us sued. You know what? No, yeah, I'm not going to push this. I'm going to find something uh, else. <laughs> Shit. So, I've been watching that. Other, um, other than that, I've been still going through Breath of the Wild. Ha still have not fought any of the... Dungeons. The, the dungeons. Still in level one. 
Yeah, just just grinding through. I want to get the Master Sword before I hit anything else. Okay, I'm going to jump in on this one too. So, I found out, like, yeah, you can get the Master Sword early in the game, but you got to, like, grind a couple of shrines. Like, oh, really? I just got to grind? Well, why did you just say so? Cue up some podcasts! Get, get some LPs playing, playing in the background. Get the whiskey. Let's knock it out, baby. And 40, 40 shrines later, I'm up pulling that master sword. Oh, you gotta have 13 hearts? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I got the master sword way before I did anything else in the game. Yes, I should Okay, wait. I should backtrack a bit. The first thing I did in the game was I went and found every fucking tower in this game because seeing my map incomplete with black spots... Really infuriated me. There's there's these little areas that like seep into other parts and like it. Oh my god, the the symmetry of it bugs me so much. And I get that it's a map; it's not supposed to be perfectly symmetrical. But there's just these weird little arm parts that kind of just stick out, and they don't really lead to anything. And it just bugs me so fucking much. And like I need to get to these other towers. And there's parts where it's like if you just walk in there, you fucking burst into flames. Yep. And it's like, As I did so many times. It's like then you gotta eat food that makes you fireproof, and then you and gotta then climb. It's like, oh, there's a shrine. You walk and walk and dee 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 dee. Oh fuck! I'm right close to the tower, but there's a shrine like 50 kilometers away. I can get to the tower first, but there's a there's the shrine right there. Yeah, the shrine detector. If you have that on and you're just trying to get to the towers, whenever it beeps, and you know like. If you've gotten to the Master Sword, you know you need those shrines to get the Master Sword. Which I have not gotten to yet. Which is like, you need 13 hearts, and you you think like, oh, there's like food that can give you that much. Like, no, dude, it specifically tells you right there, it's like, no cheating, you gotta have the hearts. And so you like, need oh, at the very God. least 40 shrines. You need, you need at least 40 shrines if you haven't already gone through it and given it to your stamina. Which I didn't. I did not touch my stamina bar until I got that damn Master Sword. I think I've done it twice for my stamina, just because I needed it at the time. No, I was. I found hard. ways to climb every mountain on one stamina bar. It's I cheesed the fuck out of it. The, cheat! Cheat! The cooking system is amazing. There's... Like, you can really fuck with it till you can get, like... Either a lot of hearts, or... An insane amount of, like, status effect time. So you can get like 5 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 or minutes. Or half an hour. Yeah, yeah, or half an hour, exactly. Uh, other than that, just, it's been non-stop Breath of the Wild. I'm still waiting for a lot of the stuff. Nintendo's really like trickling out the indie titles mm -hmm. for their eShop. Um, still waiting last, for that packet fighter. Yeah, last week it was uh, What's the name? Little Inferno. Mm -hmm. um, um, Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac Rebirth Plus. Uh, World of Goo. Mm -hmm. Those are the three that they put out last week. And it's like... Finding of Isaac there is there, but it's forty bucks. Yeah, and in That's my what opinion, I, feel, uh, I am Setsuna. It's it's not that good, or not that not that not good, but the the <laughs> price itself is not that good. Mm. It, in my opinion, it is not worth forty dollars only because the game is practically out everywhere else on anything else for less for less. So it's like really don't. I personally don't get it. If you haven't played it and you've got wait forty for bucks to burn, yeah. Even wait. if you've got forty bucks to burn. Wait for a sale. There's plenty of other titles to keep you busy, like Shovel Knight, mm -hmm. which you can get that in the Master expansions Blaster on Zero. it are free. Master Blaster Zero. The uh, numerous SNK games that you got released on a that A lot thing. of the King of Fighters games, which I... You being... Being, <laughs> being the massive King of Fighters fan that I am. You being from Mexico and all that. Yes. King of Fighters, very big in Mexico. No, it's true. Me gusta. It's because every, every place there had, to, had a big red cabinet there. It's true. Oh, my God. 
when I whenever I go to Mexico to visit family, there's an arcade place right around the corner. King of Fighters is always the most popular thing to play. It's amazing seeing King of Fighters be so popular. Uh, but I have yet to buy any of those for my Switch because I'm still waiting on Pocket Rumble, which is an SNK Neo Geo Pocket type game. Just a simple two-button fighter. It looks amazing. You can see that there's the standard Shoto. You can see the, the Terry uh, Bogart-esque clone rushdown character. Mm -hmm. There's a character that specifically parries. There's a character with a stand. There's a grappler. Wait, there's a character with a stand? Yeah, there's like a That's fucking awesome. Stand. It's so amazing. But I'm currently just waiting on that. As far as what I'm watching, okay. uh, Lucha Underground, back on Netflix. Oh my god, or on Netflix. Yep, Both seasons, seasons 1 and 2. I I was going to use that as my like grinding fodder, like background noise, but I realized I can't watch Lucha Underground on background noise. Yeah, I have to focus know, that's on That's something it. you got to watch. Yeah, know? so I, it's still on my backlog. It's the, it's the closest thing to real-life anime you will get. It is amazing. Other than that, I have yet to start up on Iron Fist. Um, I have not heard good things about it so far. So a lot of the, the biggest complaint about it is like, oh, why is the chosen one who knows like the chosen karate like kung fu master of the kung fu hero a white man? It's like why is that a problem? He's always been that way since his. His karate kid was some fucker from Jersey. Yeah, why was that not <laughs> a huge problem? <laughs> like, could you imagine if the karate kid never happened and it was just made now? Could you imagine the backlash that movie would get? Well, they did, and then they made Jaden Smith the Karate Kid. Yeah, so they still and didn't make it. And they also made it about kung fu and not karate. Oh my god! Whoops. But yeah, I have yet to. The only thing, uh, it's the weakest of the of the four, from what I've heard. Yep. Um, but again, the biggest thing I keep hearing about it is the whole race, the racial issue, which shouldn't be an issue. He's always been the white karate master, and like I mean, that's already messed up as it is. When you read the comics, they poke fun at it. Like yeah. the, the karate monk dudes are like, "Why is the chosen one some white dude?" Yeah, like, I thought it'd be one of us. Like, well, no, the prophecy doesn't specify. <laughs> Just Black like Panther it's... now being portrayed by Steve Rogers. Yes. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much. <laughs> Sheamus is the Black Panther. Oh, and then, of course, I've been picking up a lot of extra shifts at work, just trying to get more money to build the PC. But at this point, now that I've got the money like for the parts and to build it, I'm kind of second-guessing it. So it's like, do I really want to build it, or can I can just buy a high-end laptop right So, now. yeah, here's what I... And this is what I asked you, like, what were you planning on streaming? Like, I just, I just want to stream my PS4, my Switch... And just anything I've got lying around, like Wii U. Exactly. So, let me say this. If you're playing on the stream from a console, you really don't need that much of a powerful PC. If you want to just get one of the pre-built PCs, and then if you want to start playing high-end games on your PC and stream it, then you can upgrade, because it'll be cheaper that way. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not a part of the glorious PC Master Race. I'm a simple console peasant. Um, but I, I'm proud with my little peasant home. I've got a PS4 and a Switch. I'm quite content. I'm quite content with my peasant home. <laughs> it's my home. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know the differences between a console peasant and a PC master race? What? The console peasant owns his own home. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> PC, nice. The PC master race has to, st has to stay at their parents' house because they can't afford anything else. <laughs> they spend all their money on their PC. Uh, other than that, Steam sales, man, they can't afford rent with Steam sales. That's the thing too. Like, I don't see even with a powerful PC, I don't really see myself playing many games on a PC. Like, I that you can play on console. Yeah, like I want to try the only things that are PC exclusive that I can't do, like on a PS4 or a Switch. Like, I'd I'd really love to play Gmod. 
that looks like a shit ton yeah, of Yeah, but you don't need a high-end PC for that. Exactly. Like, anything I want to play on a PC is very low-end. You don't need... It's not gonna... You don't need it in glorious 4K. <laughs> like, and consoles have 4K now. Yeah, consoles can do that now. Not my console. I still have a regular PS4. But well, it's because I don't need to. I don't have a 4K TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. plan on getting a Scorpio. Everything that goes into 4K, it's like, well, I don't have a 4K I'll wait television. Six months. <laughs> like I just upgraded to like a nice HD TV. I might wait six months for the Scorpio. Yeah. yeah other than that, um, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Just waiting for more. Well, games hold on. We were talking about this on the way here. You watched Samurai Jack. Oh yes, I caught up on the two episodes of Samurai Jack. The first one that I missed due to work. Probably two episodes. Yeah. Well, that's all it's out right now. It's amazing. Just... It has not missed a fucking beat. So when I told you, like, it's just as good as the original, sh- as it, when it, when it's, when Fred got canceled, I was not kidding. It's exactly the same. It's got the same style. Jack is back. Jack was back. Yeah, it has not missed a beat, the, the choreography. There's still a humor in there. It's still funny. You still get like the weird, wacky characters as you can see from the first episode with the with the uh, musical assassin dude, who's based on Sammy Davis Jr. Exactly. Oh, it's so good, and they, it's TV fourteen. That um, means they can show blood. Yeah, they can they can show blood, but you don't really see any blood in the first episode. No, you don't get that until the second episode. And that's like you're right at the end. Yeah, and it's the, it's like the last two minutes where you get blood, and. It's just, it's so good. Jack doesn't have his sword. He, it's keep what you kill. You know, you... It's Breath of the Wild. Yeah. When your fucking weapon breaks, guess what? Fucking improvise. Use that rock. Or that squirrel. Kill the enemy and take their weapon. Yeah. Break their fucking neck. But they're, they're all robots. They're not, that's not far off from what happened. Yeah, they're, they're robots. Like, rip off their arm and start using that. Like, it, it's just so good. Everything about it is amazing. Jack is fucking nuts. He, he's been in the future for way too long, and he's starting to argue with himself. Uh, yeah, his... Like, the manifestation of his past self suggests suicide at one point. Yeah! Or it's, he's he, doesn't, like, he doesn't even get to say it. He's like, you know, like, be really honorable, and then like he just cuts him off right there. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. You know what would be really honorable? Eh. No, no, no. Nah, 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 nah. I know what you're going to suggest. Stop it, me. Uh, I also got to hear the new Aku. Uh, which of course you know his previous Mako unfortunately passed. Yeah, had passed. Uh, this new one, it Just it's fine. good. It's fine. It's not something that's gonna that's gonna like bug me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for anyone that has a serious problem with it, don't let it bother you that much. Like, come on, dude. There's only so much you can do. I personally, I dig the voice actor. Uh, I like what they're doing with Aku. He doesn't really give a shit about Jack. No, yeah, he's like he hasn't seen him in like fifty years. So he's like, yeah, just send my robots after him. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, Jack and Aku have not seen each other in, from what I can tell, decades. Uh, Aku doesn't know that Jack doesn't have the sword. He just keeps thinking that he's just gonna, like, I'll just send more robots after him. Like, it's not working. Oh, well. Um, it's just great. There's these new characters known as the Daughters of Aku. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know if they're their daughters. I don't no, know if they're not. Working out. It's just a cult dedicated to Aku and this raised them. Yeah, but they're, they are a significant threat. Oh boy, we're like they? wow! Do they kick the shit out of Jack? Um, but an amazing show. Uh, as far as I know, it's a limited run series. I wouldn't mind if you know, just... with the last episode they they end the series. They just you know close the book. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind more episodes. But but then again, I feel like I want with this, there I, to be a definitive ending. Yes, I want it to to get good. I want it to reach its climax, and I want it to end. I don't. 
want what happened with Samurai Jack to happen again, you know? I don't want that cliffhanger. I don't want that little bit of like, oh, look, here's what's gonna happen, but we're not gonna do that yeah. for 13 years. Oops. Like, I've waited a decade. I'm not gonna wait anymore. I've waited long enough. It's been 13 years. 12 years in Azkaban. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much been it. Samurai okay. Jack is amazing. Okay. Lucha Underground is amazing. Breath of the Wild is amazing. Go uh, go Pocket, watch it, go watch it, go play it. Pocket Rumble will be amazing. Play it on the PC if you want to play on the PC. Yes, it's uh, early access on PC. Any new reads? Uh, as far as reading goes, no new reads, uh, but... Unfortunately, one of my favorite series did get canceled early. Really? Yes. Well, it got canceled. Uh, so all new, all different Ghost Rider did get canceled early. Really? Mm-hmm. So the next issue that's coming out, uh, which is issue five, is going to be the last issue. So that's it for Ghost Rider for a while until some other writer picks him up. That well, pretty is that much. how it works? Uh, when it comes to that, when writers want to do something with a character, Marvel kind of has to decide. So this is the last solo issue as far as like him... Continuity-wise, we can still see him pop up literally anywhere. Yeah. I personally think he would be a wonderful addition to the champions. The champions do not have a magic user yet. Okay. And while Robbie Reyes himself doesn't really use magic, he's pretty, like, heavily connected to, like, dark arts. I mean, he is basically the emissary of the fucking devil. He's being possessed by his satanic serial killer uncle. That's pretty magical in some way. Yeah, and he's already fought the Hulk, so him and Amadeus Cho already know each other. He, again... Perfect fit for the champions. How old is Ray supposed to be? Uh, Robbie is, I believe, 18. Huh. If, if you know Robbie from the show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's a lot older in the show. They, they kind of did like a whole time skip thing. Because his little brother is like in middle school in the comics. But like, you know, when you see the show, he's like in high school. And yeah. Robbie's a dropout. He's, he's a dropout on the comics too, but like, mm. with good reason. But yeah, uh, I think he'd make a perfect, uh, a perfect addition to the champions. Other than that, when it comes to reading, nothing new. I'm still kind of just continuing with what I'm reading. Um, and nothing really new right there. That's pretty right. much my week. I'll go next. Okay. So speaking of Breath in the Wild, I didn't want to jump on more of that one. So after I got the Master Sword, that's when I decided, okay, now to do progressive story. So the first thing I did was, some a tip here, guys. Once you get like 100 shrines... Fucking look up the rest of their last twenty, cause that's a pain in the ass to like to search for shrines that you haven't found yet, cause it's fucking scattered everywhere. It really is kind of hard, especially the ones that are hidden by a quest. Oops. I really am really annoyed by those. Uh, I I I already went through the four dungeons. I freed the champions. I have the four beasts ready to kick Gan's ass. So I'm just actually ready to make a run in the castle. In there now. I'm in there now. I'm just waiting to get a Hillian shield because I want to be perfect. I got to dye my armor blue. Uh, blue. Blue. Yeah. Why blue? Because I actually do like the blue outfit for Link right now. What what uh what set are you rocking right now? Like? The Hillian armor. The, the, the first one you can the, buy. The standard Hillian armor. Yeah. I've been rocking that and upgrading that this whole time. Yeah, because I've been going through it right now too. But like. I, I keep the the Hillian trousers and and the hood, mm-hmm. but I don't keep like the the tunic. No, I'm I, not wearing that. I'm not wearing that because I go with the champion. Yeah, the, the champion. Oh, the, really? The champion armor because that looks <gasps> fucking amazing. Okay, maybe it was at the wrong opinions. <laughs> no, it's clearly the best armor. It's the furthest one you can uh, like upgrade. Uh-huh. Is the champion's tunic. 
Um, besides Samurai Jack, we already talked about that one. I did catch a movie this week. I went and saw Beauty and the Beast. I'm seeing that today. So, as a, so review of Beauty and the Beast. It's just the animated movie in live action forms. So it has the same flaws and ups as the original movie. Gaston is great, but a lot of the, a lot of the same flaws the original movie had, like the plot itself, still there, still the same problem. So I still hear like Gaston steals the show. As of course, know. I've I've heard no a few. Steals the show quite like, like Gaston. Gaston. Yeah. Oh my! But here's oh what a guy. Um, I still think Emma Watson can't sing. That's another thing. Another complaint I've been hearing, like. She's I she did okay in the clip I saw. Yeah, but as I'm playing, like, every song she sings, it's like, oh, yeah, we had the post produce this, like, hell. Oh. So it's like, it, her voice is, like, pretty edited. It sounds too perfect, and that to me, that means auto-tuned. Mm. I do like some of the songs they added on there. They actually added, they actually expanded the backstory of a lot of the characters. Like, the, I actually do like how they expanded the Beast's backstory. Like, they showed off why he's kind of a dickbag. It's kind of a dick, you know. And they actually give him a solo song that actually kind of went a little feelsy. <laughs> um, there was some stuff I hated, like there was a whole subplot with uh, Belle's mom. Fucking pointless. I thought Belle's mom was dead. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess for the live action movie, they wanted to add something. Yeah, they added the reason why she died. Oh, that's it. That's stupid. Oh, it was. Who fucking cares? The Black Plague. It really was, yeah. Was it the Black Plague? It was the Plague! Oh, shit. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> it was like, why do you want to tell me what happened to the mother? Like, that's a story from her time. Then he goes to the old home. Oh, she died of the plague. Why would my dad just fucking tell me that? She died of the fucking plague. Goddamn rats. <laughs> like, I, I would have understood. Oh, she got sick and died and he had to take me away from her because it was the fucking plague. Isn't the next, like, live-action Disney thing supposed to be The Little Mermaid? It's supposed to be Mulan. That Little Mermaid live action thing that has nothing to do with it. That's not Disney? It's, it has nothing to do with Disney. It's based on... Okay. Yeah. So then the, the live action one is Mulan. I heard that they're going to focus more on action. Yeah, it's not going to be musical also. That... Th while that has me excited, I will be disappointed if I don't get to hear... Uh, Girl, make a man. There's no... It's not going to be musical. No songs. Uh, I just want that one. That's the one song. I, I know want. we all wanted, but if you if you wanted to make a serious live action Mulan with respect for the, like the culture, no Eddie Murphy Dragon. They they obviously can't have the songs. They if they want. Oh to shit! Story. That's right. What are they gonna do with Mushu? Uh, we don't know yet. Holy for fuck. all we know, they might cut Mushu out. That's gonna be bullshit. I don't know if they want to make a more serious story. Yeah, cut off the wise cracking dragon that speaks uh, in bonics. They shouldn't, though. Ah, uh, Mushu. How did you miss? He was right in front of you. I mean, okay, let me ask you guys this. Would you, would you, on your would you actually not like it if they cut Mushu out from the movie? I wouldn't like it if they cut Mushu. They don't have to make him Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Mushu can still be like a, like a, myth like a serious mythical dragon. Would he have to be, would he still be small? Yes. He can be if he wants to. Yes. Is my answer. If you, you got if they want to make him fucking Shenron, I'd be down <laughs> for that. That'd be sick. If oh my it, god, that'd be so If cool. it just wants to be like a little ethereal thing that kind of pops little up lizard. here and then, and yeah. like only Mulan can see him. Like you want to add a little bit of comedy? Fine. Have the have the dragon be serious, but only Mulan can see him. Okay. So that way when she's having conversations, other people look over like, what the fuck's wrong with him? Yeah, that's I'd be okay with that. Um Is the lucky cricket gonna come back? They that they might cut. That wouldn't be surprised if they cut the cricket. 
I can see that being like a not a serious thing, but I can be like one scene where it's like, oh, don't forget your lucky cricket. Yeah, and then, for then lucky yeah, and then don't mention him for, throughout the rest of the movie. Another problem I have with Beauty and the Beast, though, takes place in France, countryside of France. Uh-huh. Is it the Assassin's Creed Unity problem? Yeah. Why the fuck is everyone British or British trying to do a French accent? Well, because French actors are hard to find. For God's sake, think about how hard we have to look for British actors. We and just they, get the same one. We have Gaston being played by an American actor in France, and he sounds British. He does sound an American actor trying to do a British accent, trying to do a French accent. Oops. It, it, it kind of ruins my immersion. Parlez-vous Francais, bro. I don't know. Here's another thing, too. Like, I don't hear anybody complaining about whitewashing. It's because they're all white. Well, no, there's actually black people in the movie. Really? Yeah. Not in, the anim- not in the animated movie. That's my whole thing. Like, it's that's the only version. The, I've the ever thing seen. that everyone gets com- that's like complaining about is like it's not a uh, it's not like a, a race the region is not diverse. Yeah, I can get behind that. I I can get understand. Should they they kept it an all white cast? Fine, but the fact is they chose to make it a diverse cast, and they never made a big deal out of it. It's just it's they're there. There are people living in this town. They happen to be different colored. Okay, fine. Um, another point I wanted to make about the oh shit. I had another point about the movie. I'm trying to remember what it was. Shit. Fuck! You ruined me. Trying to thought. No way. No, I'm not doing this on screen. <laughs> was it the fact that everyone had a problem with homosexuality? But yeah, I want to talk about that one. So okay, so yeah, LeFou. apparently gay, didn't make a big deal out of it. Besides from one maybe jokey scene, like during the Gaston song, he's like. He wraps Gaston's arms around him and you're like, ah, then he literally goes, too much? Gaston goes, yep. And then ends it. That's it. That's what the whole shtick was? Yeah. Yeah. And there was a guy who uh, ended up being like, the wardrobe dresses, makes him dress up like a girl and he's like, he's all happy about it. Oh, okay. Like, God forbid a man like another man, but like, this chick wants to fuck this Fucking half buffalo, half man. I'm down half for that. Buffalo, half man. <laughs> I the, way, the way that people blew it up, you meant you'd make it think you would, you would thought that the LeFou was like blowing <laughs> him on screen. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one comes like <laughs> There's your title. No one comes like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fucks my bum like Gaston. Yeah, like, uh, with, yeah. with how big of a deal it was. People made it seem like this movie was just gonna be like hardcore gay porn. And people were, uh, and were on the other shoved, side. Where they were gonna be shoving down the gay, the gay, the gay agenda. agenda. Yeah. And on the other side of the spectrum, people were worried, oh, you're just gonna stereotype with food, making the most flamboyant guy ever, like. They really hey. did. They really did. He, yeah, like you had the people fearing the fact that he's gay. You had other people that were fearing the fact that they were gonna make him too stereotypically gay. Yeah, it's like no, dude. Yeah, like, found a pretty good like. It's almost like you place. can be gay and be normal. Yes. What? What? That's unheard of. Yeah. Not in my America. I did like Beast. <laughs> I prefer, but the moment he like went back to like being a normal person, like, yeah, I did not. I, I prefer your I prefer your beast form seriously. Uh, you yeah. sounded so much. You also sounded so much cooler in beast form. Yeah, uh, you made me lose my heart on. I'm out of here. Even in the even joke in the movie, like Bell's like dancing with him. You think I can grow a beard? 
can't like grow that fur back. Like it's just, it's a desert down here. It's just not doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you rub it a couple times, you can start a good fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sandpaper, man. Uh, also, I did play some more near Andromeda. Um, Near Andromeda. Near Automata. Shit. <laughs> Mass Effect Automata. <laughs> to be Let's be honest. Would, have been, would, would you ever have blinked at those titles if it did switch them up? Mass Effect Automata. Automata. Near Andromeda sounds like that. That, that sounds near. off, but Mass Effect Automata didn't sound off. No, it sounds off. Cause For off. me, it's the other way around. Near, yeah. near Andromeda sounds like a thing. <laughs> but but Mass Effect Automata like that sounds like you can probably get away with near and Andromeda and it's near Andromeda yeah they uh, do start in fucking space so I progressed a little bit more in the main story then I started doing some side quests and then jerked off for about six hours I didn't have to say that out loud I mean well, I was talking about me oh okay <laughs> so um, I for six hours there was one side quest so this nearly made me you know pop the game out and fucking tear the disc out. This break the disc in half. Oh, thank God I have a digital copy. I won't be able to do that. What happened was, it was a, uh, you had to, hey, can you find my sister? She's somewhere in the desert. Okay, I go to the desert. Hey, uh, your sister's sitting to find me. Let's fucking go. Okay, I'm going to walk very slowly across the wide-ass desert. Oh, no, enemies. I'm going to stop moving until you clear them out. Okay, clear them out. I, they're, they're gone. There's no enemies. Well, I'm scared, sister. That, There's no one here. Fucking move. That's given for escort missions, though. We gotta go, bitch. So, like, I'm like, fuck, fucking move. Fucking move. Fuck, fuck. There's no one here. Move. And it happened twice. I had to reset the game again. And then this is literally the last fucking checkpoint. It happens. Oh fuck! I hate you. I'm gonna stop this game until they patch it out. And it turns out that they patch it out. They oh, patched. Cool. They, 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 I it. it was a problem with the game itself, not like. It was a problem with the game. That's not. It wasn't intentional. Okay. It was a bug. Well, either way. But it was a fucking infuriating fucking bug. Either way, escort missions are shit. Oh, they are always shit. They're, I fucking hate never any, all, any escort mission that has a non-combative NPC with you is it's always shit. gonna be ass. Always gonna be ass. It's just gonna be like, hey. Want to go? Even even when they're like out there actually fighting the the enemy characters, they're not really doing much. No. <laughs> yeah, right. You see them hold their own. And it's like, well, I might as well just be fighting everybody. But I I got through it. <laughs> hold the aggro. That game has some really good side quests. I'll give it that. Oh. Except for that one. That one can eat my dick. Just the whole thing. Just whoa, 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 slip whoa. and slide off my tank for all I care. Mm, but other than that, that's pretty much my week. So, Ben? Alright, so what have been playing? What have I been watching? How nerdy was my week? week? By the way, I noticed you dropped this sudden accent. Oh, yeah, I was figuring it wasn't really wasn't a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can go back to it, but I don't really want to. <laughs> I don't really feel like it anymore. So, playing wise, um. You saw us play a bit of Mass Effect Andromeda. That's actually the only... Really? That and League are literally the only thing I played all week. Wow. For another reason I'll get to in a moment. But I want to say something as far as League. 
I think I have finally found my purpose in life. Oh no. It's to troll people. <laughs> oh Wait. no, you're becoming one of them. It's like I'm playing and I'm like, you know, Aatrox is fucking useless. Let's go support Aatrox. <laughs> he has a he has crowd control. He has two different forms of crowd control. He has resourceless abilities. So he doesn't have to go back for mana. He doesn't have to watch his mana costs. And if he die, if if the, his passive is if you go ham long enough, you get a free revive. Shit, dude. So Literally all I gotta do is, I, in post-game chat, I'm like, I finally found a use for this useless-ass champ. You play support and die. <laughs> because, hey, you don't have anything else to do. You don't do any fucking damage. <laughs> Your damage is shit. Your passive is terrible. Everything about you is awful. We might as well make something out of it. Don't you just love League? I love, actually, the funny other thing I... It would have been cool if Miles could have made it. Is that I'm starting to find that there are certain champions that I didn't play. I never played a whole lot of, and now that I'm playing them, I'm like, why didn't I play you more? <laughs> um, and I'm the only one who plays League here, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and for anyone watching, it's Trundle, but it's just he's so much fun to play. It's just it's fucking great. It's great to have that character. You just like, you know what? I want to do good today. We're going to play Trundle. It's like when you're playing Overwatch and you're like, you know what, I need to carry the deck. Gonna go... Insert... Attack Torb. <laughs> Attack Torb? <laughs> for me, it's like, I'll, I'll, for Overwatch, I'll be like, alright, time to play some Tracer, time to play some Winston, or Z Zarya. Actual useful characters. Useful yes. characters, yeah. But the Mass Effect. And then Mass Effect, I played a little bit of that. I actually got a, I got about a little bit further than we got during our stream, but then I was like, you know what, I'm not too far. I don't mind giving it, a, fir giving it a first look kind of feel. And so, I'm really happy about, like, just to... This is now where we can like kind of like talk about Andromeda. Yeah. You know, you guys were asking me, like, how do I feel about all this shit that I was... that you know, Yeah, and recently, like, last week, there's been, like, a groundswell, like, people shitting on the animations, attacking some of the developers who've never even worked on the game. That's, yeah, that's super fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, and for me, as I'm watching it, granted, maybe it's just I haven't seen some of the bad bugs, but I just haven't experienced anything. And the general mo motion capture, like, the faces and everything, it's... it's Standard Mass Effect. It it's, looks nothing. It doesn't look any different than what I'm used to, other than it's more because maybe it's a little bit more polished. It looks a little. It's closer to that uncanny level. It's kind of like when you played, like I said before the stream, or I said early in the stream. It's like it's like when you played L.A. Noir and you got kind of like what the fuck twitchy animate facial animations that doesn't seem natural. It do, it, it's so they're trying to imitate real life so much that it's just fucking weird. And it's only, like, a handful of people that are really actually seeing these, like, animation things. Yeah. And, like, since they put it online, of course the internet's going to latch onto the, to the thing and, like, spread it like wildfire. Like, look what's happening to everyone who owns so, the game. So, this sounds, like, familiar to this launch of the Switch. Exactly. Yeah. Mine has been absolutely perfect with no issues. I, I have not... My screen has not been scratched on my dock. Yeah, and I don't even have a screen protector on mine. I didn't do any, like, little DIYs. Like, here's how not to fuck So, up it's another screen. issue of, like, hey, this was one example of the game... Is bad. That means the entire game is bad. Yeah, apparently. I mean, the one the one thing I have heard that is that what well, that is kind of a bummer is that there's not a whole lot of new races in the game. Yeah, 
But at the end of the day, it's like there's only so much creativity you can throw out because, I mean, really, what do you want them to do? They kind of had so many races in the original games that... Like, do you really need more? Like, what... I mean, there's only so much you... All I can do is make their faces look weirder. Yeah, that's it. That's... At the end of the day, because they have to fit it into a mold, aside from, like, special races, like, when you're, like, dealing with, like, the Yogg in, like, th- 2 and 3, mm-hmm. it's, like, those few, like, specific ones, but everything else is strapped to a character model, so everything has to look humanoid mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah, and you've only do so much with that kind of design. Uh, right, and I mean, there's only so much creativity you can get into before it's just like, okay, that's a little fucking stupid. I feel like it's only a matter of time before somebody calls Bioware, like, specious. Against what? You'd be surprised at what the... Like, the internet can latch on and complain about anything. That's true. It's true. Why but, aren't there more aliens? I want more diversity in my alien game. Yeah. But for me, it's just... I'm playing it. I'm feel, I got... I felt like I was playing a Mass Effect game. It's all, which is what you wanted. It's what I wanted, you know? And on top of that, yeah, a lot of the combat's been... A lot of the things that you got used to in the past games are gone. Like, you know, it's no longer Gears of War Sci-Fi Edition. It's, it's not... It's a thing now? It's... it's It feels... Everything feels more natural. I mean, I would have liked a crouch button. <laughs> There's no crouch button? There's no crouch button. That's kind of weird. You can't actually crouch. Unless you go up to, like... Unless you go up to cover, and then you'll automatically crouch. Something I want to mention, though, I forgot to cut you off. I was playing... How much time has I been playing Zelda? I... Locking, I'm one on one with an enemy, and I accidentally start crouching. Oops. And they die because of it. Oops. Because I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm getting tense, like, okay, uh, God, dodge the perfect timing, and dodge. No, don't crouch! God, fuck! Damn it, fuck! But yeah, I mean, I'm playing through this game, and I went through the, I went through the first world that you guys got to see, I finished that. Okay. The range of motion, and I was talking about during the multiplayer, having. It's not so. It's not just. It's actually. I spoke incorrectly. It's not just 360 degrees of motion. Mm-hmm. It's everything. It's you a, have a perfect sphere. You have a sphere of motion to work with, and okay. it's really intense. Yeah. Like it's fucking crazy. Like it reminds me of when I was playing Inquisition, and they showed me I had a jump button. <laughs> Do you have any idea how fucking insane it is to play a Mass Effect game with a jump button? Kind of like Zelda with a jump button. Oh it's my god, fucking yeah, you're right. weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Because you're just used to having to fucking... The only way you're ever to get up to is to vault up there. You have to get up to the thing. Oh, they should, yeah, there was no jump button in Mass Effects. And, like, and then in, in, in Dragon Age 1 and 2, that's a ledge. Man, I really wish I could climb on top of that. <laughs> Damn. And then in 3, you could... Damn. Damn. And then they got the Skyrim thing where it's just like, Alright, time to cheese the land by fucking... I want to get to that thing. I don't know how to get to that thing. Well, we're going to glitch this fucking game with the jump button until we get to that thing, then aren't we? Yep. You're going to find where on the land you can jump to without automatically sliding to your death. This is how I played Zelda. Which one is it? Was it Witcher where you can just grab a horse and just climb a mountain? That was uh, Skyrim. That's also Skyrim, Skyrim. yeah. That was one of the first things I did in Breath of the Wild. As soon as I got a horse, I just ran uphill to see like exactly where the horse would just give up. Turn yeah. was actually pretty yeah, pretty fast. Yeah, he the, the horse is... Mountains and horses. I stopped I stopped trialing. Yeah, I stopped trialing with a horse a long time ago. Horses are quitters. I got really frustrated with driving traveling by horse. But um but like I said, for me I'm playing this game and I'm like I have no I don't have any real complaints about it yet. 
Yeah, like we were. Uh, it's like you said earlier, we were streaming like the first part of the game. Yeah. And me, yes. I actually don't own Mass Effect. I'm not the biggest like fan. Mass Effect fan. Uh, I still think it's a great game, but not being you know as as hardcore of a fan as as, as Ben, ben is, obviously is. Like I had that outsider's vision of it, and I saw no issues with it. You know, I mean, the I one think, thing, the only thing I hope that they, and it's just kind of like that, and it is going to be that nostalgia, I guess, if that's the right way to put it, mm-hmm. that fanboy, I guess, miraculous is, I want, I know this is a new series, and I hope, and I want them to establish these people, I want these people to be their own. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I really do hope for, it's like, I want to grow and love these people, it's not going to be like... Mass Effect, it's not going to be like when I'm going into Mass Effect 3 and I'm, or when I'm replaying Mass Effect 1, I know who all these characters are. I know what their their importance is to the story. I know how they important they are in-game to the character. I'm going to this thing, it's like, you get... The guy that's with you already, he's one of your squad mates, and that chick with the white hair, yeah. she's also one of your squad mates so far. Mm-hmm. So you want them to be their own character, you don't want to be like, oh, that's, what's his name from... That's Argaris for this generation. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they're gonna. I know that there's a there's going to be a. I know that there is a um, a Krogan. Yeah. And it's going to be probably that aggressive fucking head to the fucking wall thing. But that's fine as long as he can establish himself. It's one of those things. It reminds me when I played two and when I played two. I originally fucking couldn't stand Grunt. I'm like I want Rex back. I don't want fucking Grunt. And fuck now this. he's like one of your top ten favorite. Now games. I've been playing. I was like fuck. Rex. Grunt's way fucking better than Rex. <laughs> People who like Rex more than Grunt are fucking stupid. There you go. They're completely different characters by that point. Exactly. Because Grunt is like, he's the, like, Rex eventually became that right. more diplomatic, chief. More, he became a war chief. Grunt is just like, I, uh, just, I just want to kill things. I just want to kill things. And then you get shit like the Citadel DLC where he's just fucking hilarious. He's like, where he's drunk on in your fucking shower, he's just like, Ugh. and he tries to escape from the hospital. And he tries to break out of a hospital because he wants to party with Shepard because it's his birthday. He's like, I just wanted to party, and then it's just like grunts so awesome, and it's just one of those things. Sorry, back. I just want to see what story is told, but at the same time, I want there to be that connection. But there be that little bit. Of I answers. want that little be. I want that little bit of like. Just that little callback of that callback to make me remember that what I did in one, two, and three have repercussions. It meant something. Well, the thing is, is that the things that happened in two and three can't mean anything. That's because we're never gonna. As far as as far as because something that I was really happy to learn immediately was that the game starts in twenty one eighty five. I'm so happy that they didn't just fucking start you in twenty eight seventy. I think it's like twenty eight seventy something, mm-hmm. six hundred years post. Because I wanted to know. That was the one question I was always concerned about when Andro- ever since Andromeda got released is stock timeline-wise, when did this take place? Mm-hmm. You find out, you leave at the time just before the events of Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Shepard's dead. Mm-hmm. Shepard's technically dead at the moment, according to the Alliance. Yep. He's being he is being rebuilt by Cerberus. Cerberus. And the collectors haven't start, have probably just started harvesting people if they're about to. So yeah, and we don't and people on the arc don't know about that shit. They don't know that. So shit. how are you gonna have a call back to what you did in two and three? I I mean, yet to be seen. But if we can try and find some way, like yeah, we did, we actually just escaped from just the some Galaxy. Tissue. 
Like, what happened in Moko Galaxy? You don't want to know. Like, some kind of... There's a slinder! And then, there's this... I'm not even gonna lie. There's this excitement in me, because... The same I had when I first bought Mass Effect 3. Because when I played Mass Effect 1 and 2... I got Mass Effect 1 when it was in a... My first time playing was in when it was a... When it was a... Bargain bin? Bargain bin. And I, I didn't have access to disposable income, so the DLC meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. By the time I played, I finally got Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 3 was in progress. Yep. And all the DLC for Mass Effect 2 came out. So I had it all from the word go. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect 3 was the first time I had... I sat there in anticipation like... Man, I can't wait for them to add more shit. Yep. Or I can't wait to see more footage. I, I can't wait to see what other pe- what what comes out after the fact. I can't wait to fucking replay this game with a different fucking so mindset. You were, you were like on the hype train, just waiting to get to the destination. I'm all about the journey. See, some people like there's those journey people, there's those destination people. I want to enjoy the journey, and I want to have a good destination. But at the end of the day, I am more of the journey person. I'm mm-hmm. more of that, man, I can't wait to see what I get to do mm-hmm. to get to that point. Yeah. I love finding out what I get at the same time, though. Like I said, it's like that weird kind of, I'm not just about the journey. I'm not just about the destination. I'm like this. A mix club. of both. I'm a mix of both. I want to experience the journey. And I want to and know, I want to know something. And I want to know whether it's something good or bad. Yeah. I just want to know how it ends. Yeah. Or what it accomplishes. Mm-hmm. So have you dropped Automata for Andromeda? Well, like I said, it wasn't that I did it, because as I'm about to get to, the reason I didn't play anything else is because I, going, segueing into what I've been watching, I binge-watched a fuckload of anime. You actually watched all 44 No, episodes? fuck no. Okay. Of the amount of anime I had to watch... Holy shit. Ben's anime roundup, everybody get your cowboy hats. No, I'm just gonna... No, just to give you, like, a count. We're doing Bands Anime Roundup. Alright, just to give you an idea, I already talked about Handshakers, right? I yeah, talked yes. about Handshakers last week. And Non-Buckout, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. And Occubus Trip. Yep. Yep. Did I talk about Miss Kobayashi? Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just need to know where my numbers start. Chaos Strong? Yes. Yes. Okay, then it does start at Masame-kun. So, one, two, three, four, five, six... 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. Jesus fucking Christ, it's a whole series! I watched 26 episodes of anime, and I and I got through most of... I got One of the series actually ended, oh. uh, Spirit Pact. Really? was actually over too, but I haven't watched the episode. Um, so I just, I just recently found out... Uh, Kanasuba's a comedy? Yeah. It's a comedy show, yeah. It's I did actually, not know it was a it's comedy. Definitely I a, hear it starts really strong. It starts really strong, but it's just, o- it always had that comedic undertone. Because every time I see it, I'm like, is this just another sword art? No. No. But then I hear, like, no, this is pure comedy. It's like, wait a minute, this is pure comedy? Not, I thought these clips I was seeing was, like, specific little clips. There's, like, comedy with character building, with some action bits. Like, there's times where it all just comes together. But it's at its heart, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a satire. It's yeah. Good, I will. It's more of a, it's satire. more of a satire than a comedy. It's like when you got to, when you used to enjoy spoof movies, like good spoof. It's like a good spoof movie. So like the original scary movies. Yeah, like, like it pays like 
it plays to the stereotypes of these genres while making its own story. While being itself. Okay, cool. So it's so like the Naked Gun movies, where it's a parody of shit, and it's just random. But jokes. it's actually a serious movie. Yes. Well, good. Well, it has an actual plot. It's trying to say. Yeah. Not just hey, we're making a reference to this, and we're making a reference to that. Like in later spoof movies. God, I hate later spoof movies. Like, but yeah. so I mean, the shows I watched was Masami Kun's Revenge, Saga, Tanya the Evil, Fuka. Siren or Siren, depending on how Japanese phonics works. <laughs> Siren. Satan. Spirit Pact, Interview with Monster... Monster Girls. With Monster Girls, and I'm almost caught up in March Comes In Like a Lion. I started uh, not March Comes In Like a Lion, but the Interview with Monster Girls. It's a good I, show, too. I've seen clips here and there, and I'm like, this seems really nice. I kind of want to check this out. It's a really good show. Like it's kind of It kind of reminds... It just did a really... It's one of those shows that does a really good job at character building. It does a good job of, like, setting the world. It keeps its focus on these group of people, adding a new people in here and there, but they're not... But the main focus are these people, and it's about learning about the what makes these people unique and all that stuff. It's really... It's a, it's a nice... It's a nice slow pace show. It's something to... It's definitely something I would recommend as, like, a... I guess, like a calm down. Like, if you're watching something like heavily heavy, this is like a nice kind of bringing it in. Okay, nice. Um, Saga of Tanya is really fucking good. And you're just starting to get this feeling like, like, shit's going, shit's going wrong yeah. well, because it's going so well. Ah. Things are going so well, but it's going Something horrible. is going to fuck it so, up. Something's got to give. Well, yeah. it's just one of those things, like, she doesn't, like, she, it sucks that everything's going so well, because it makes her look like a good fighter. She doesn't want to be on the front lines. Oh, well, yeah, she wants to be She safe. wanted to be a, a desk jockey. <laughs> but she's too good at her job. She's so good at her job that they, like, get your ass back out there. Um, see, this is something you might be able to relate to, because it's a show that you, I think you watched... What was the name of the show where the dude was a total tool and he kept trying to, like, fuck with other chicks? Was it School Rumble? School or Days. School, school days. days. Oh. You yeah, know okay. the anger you felt that most people understand about the main the main dude of that show? Yeah. I kind of think that this is similar to what this is. What show is this? Masame Kun's Revenge. Okay. It's because this dude, his whole reason, like, the whole point of this story is that he, he used to be this little fat kid. Yeah. And he started working out and get fit and did all this shit like got ripped as fuck for the sole purpose of getting back at this chick who embarrassed him. And Isn't it, that the best kind of motivation though? I mean, it's a good motivation to get in shape just to be to like... But his whole thing is that he wants to make her fall in love with him just so he can dump her. Which is either going to end one... I'm almost going to say it's going to end in one of two ways. Either one, he's going to do it and he's still going to look like an asshole. Or, or two, two, he's going to fall in love with her and he's going to feel like an asshole. And you, don't, and you don't know which one you prefer. No, I don't like this dude. <laughs> like, it's... School... It's what I would have... I never got a chance to watch School Days... But it's what I imagine people felt about him. He's a fucking hate. He's a. There's nothing to like about him. He because everything he does is fake. I feel like I want to see him succeed. I want to see him. Like that's just it though. Don't he's cut. like he's like the high. He's like pop. He's the popular kid. He's popular with all the girls. He well, gets now the good he girls. Is. 
Because he's well, yeah. Because they don't know he was. He used to be fat. Um, like he gets the good grades. Everyone likes him. Let me ask you this, then, real quick. Are they? Is the show still trying to betray him as a, a likable protagonist? I don't know. It's like, is it? Are they trying to frame him as a sympathetic guy? Like, I feel like that's what they're doing, but all. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's I feel like framing like, Superman as Jesus. Is I feel like it's. I feel like it's one of those things where it all comes down to perspective. Like, if you're someone who's like, "Yeah, go you, teach that bitch a lesson," you know, if you have that mentality, <laughs> like if you're one of those vindictive type of people, like, and you can get his motivations, then yeah. <laughs> it's Richard Duff. <laughs> <laughs> but I. But oh. and then for me, in that position, I'm just looking. It's like. Dude, you're no better than she is. One, yeah, you're no better than she. It's not even I, for me. It's not even like it's not even that you're no better than she is thing. It's like literally, dude. You could literally have and anybody you, you want, and you go after this one chick who's, and she's not much likable either. That's the that's the worst thing. You have two bitches that nobody fucking likes. That there's other people in the show. You're like, wow, I wish the show was about you. Fuck. I like just, I want to see him succeed in his goal. I want her to fall in love with him. And I want him to dump her only because. Well, yeah, that's what I. That's what I hope he does. Because I fucking would hate. I don't want to see him fall in love with her. Because I'm like, then what the fuck was the point of this shit? (laughs) Why does this show fucking exist? You you see this? You see that? You see that point happening? Like minute one of the series, like he's gonna fall in love with her at the end, isn't he? And that's why I want him to succeed in his plan. I want him to dump her just so he can be like, look, you guys did something different. That's what I'm hoping they do, but at the same time, it's just doesn't like... Doesn't make it good. Doesn't make it good. Doesn't make him a likable dude. He's an asshole. Is it an interesting anime, though? Like, the characters are interesting. Would you... Is, is Would you recommend this? He's having a hard time with this one. <laughs> or is this one of those things like, watch the first few episodes and see for yourself? You know... Let me see. Let me watch... Because the, the newest episode came out and I haven't watched it yet. There's an episode where it get, there's a couple of episodes where it gets really fucking feelsy. There's like there's this because there's this other chick who comes in like around halfway through the show, like episode five, four or five, and she like she's one of those people. She comes off as one of those people that knows him, but he that knows him, but he doesn't remember her. Mm-hmm. And I spoiler, I'm gonna spoil the plot of one of the episodes is that. It turns out that she remembers him because they were originally planned. It was originally like, like fucking, in what do they call it when rich people fucking arrange marriage? Yeah, it was like one of those things. It was okay. Like my kid's gonna marry your kid, and then they for- forgot or something. And then it just turned out she just, she's like really sick, and she just wanted to experience what love is, and then they'll do all this shit. Oh, I'm really getting confused by the tone of this show. Yeah. Like this show. I thought it was gonna be a comedy, like a vindictive comedy. That's what I thought when I read the 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 sun. That's just it. Like these couple episodes. It, now I want him to fall in love with her. But no, and then you find out that it's like I don't want her to fall in love with him either because she didn't because he called her out like she goes to like like he goes to her place to like do something. I can't remember what it, exactly what his purpose was for going there. I thought oh it's because she. He found out that she took a picture of him when he was fat out of his room when they went to visit his house once. Oh, so now he, so he was trying to get it back. No, he just wanted it back. Huh. And then she tried to, like, seduce him, and they, like, started making out and shit. And then he, and he goes, you know what? You don't even know me, though. I want someone to like me because they actually know me. You just... Oh, and then it's like she... And then she gets, like, super... Moron. She gets... 
and then she basically she it's true she doesn't know shit about him and you but the thing is though they they play it up as like this huge heartbreak like she's she goes without her she runs away so she doesn't have her meds so she's possibly gonna die well wait, wait there's medication in the show like this bitch is dying like she has like some fucking disease like she has to anime take, dying disease, disease guys she it. has this anime if I don't take my meds I'm gonna fucking die disease I'm really confused about this show but then it goes back to fucking whatever like no I can't recommend this show I can't like it's not gonna be in my top five fucking spoilers fucking spoiler for the for the season but it's like the only reason I'd ever recommend this like, the asterisk recommendation I could give you for this show is that you just want to watch a train wreck. Okay. And if it ends the way I... If it ends the way I kind of, Me and Richard actually hope it ends, then I can be like, it's an anime that did something different. Wow. So... That was one hell of a rant. Um... And then you have... I mean, then you have something similar going on with, uh, fucking Fuka. It's about make these people who make a band and shit. Yeah. And, like... Are they the main, unlikable characters too? Oh, that the thing is, is that they're um the characters are more likable. The main dude is not so likable just because he's kind of like a pansy. Oh boy, he's one of those. He just comes typical with, anime protagonist. He's yes. typical anime protagonist. He's a he's a, he got dragged along for the show. He's like never. It's about a show that it's a show where these people make a band. This motherfucker's never played an instrument, and he just sits in his room for about two or three weeks. Or it feels like some time goes by, and he can now he can play fucking bass. Oh bullshit! Why does he gotta be bass? <laughs> I play bass. That's bullshit. <laughs> and the thing that the whole driving point of this thing is like the lead singer of the thing likes the dude, and there was like they were hinting at it, but he also was like childhood friends with like this idol, and now they're like dating, but they're dating or some shit. It's fucking like, confusing. I feel like this is a lesser version of Mongolian Chop Squad. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, in the most recent episode I watched, she's, like, she got an offer from, like, a record company to go to start her solo career, and originally she's like, no, I'm gonna, you know, stick with my band, and then, you know, she, she couldn't figure out how to fucking write lyrics, and then she dedicated her lyrics, like, how she liked this dude, and she needs to, like, let him go, but because the dude's fucking anime protagonist and stupid. He doesn't see it. (laughs) He doesn't realize the fucking meaning behind it. So at the end of the episode, she's like, yeah, I'm going solo, by the way. And they're like, well, without you, there's no fucking band. And that's what the new episode's probably going to be about. So I'm going to be like, well, fucking great. Sounds a lot like Mongolian Chop Squad. Oh, my God. I can't wait to fucking watch this fucking show. So, Ben, I'm going to kind of blow your mind over here. In the original manga, that girl dies. Which one? The one that's going to go solo. No, she's probably going to die in this fucking show. She might die in the show. I still have probably like two episodes, two or three episodes left for the. If she dies, she dies. I don't fucking care. This is, uh, spoilers, <laughs> by the way. Oh yeah, tentative like retro retroactive spoilers. Got it. Yeah. Um, going down the list. Uh, the, and then there's another fucking f- boring ass romance show, Siren. Literally, the whole show is. It's three arcs of girl. It's basically playing a visual novel. Oh no. Four episodes dedicated to eat. To a different girl in a different timeline. So the first four episodes were about this one. The second that's where uh, that's where Link goes back in time. Got it. So yeah, basically that's what it is. So the next episode one through four was about this chick. Episodes five through eight were about this chick. Link failed. 
No, it's like they, at the end of each arc, he succeeds. Like they make out and they're like, we're going to go out. I'm making and, a joke about the Zelda yeah, timeline. In episode fucking five, six, seven. In episode eight, the second girl, he ends up having a fucking kid with her. And Trunks goes back in time. <laughs> and then we go back to episode nine where they're back in fucking high school again. And he's like, what? Now the, the final one we're going with is his childhood round who doesn't see her as like an adult because she's always been like the kid. Uh, oh, Lolly. No, not, oh. like, not like Lolly, but it's just like he's always kind of like looked at. Or, like, a little sister type. Oh, no. Has there been, like, a time travel-focused anime? Uh... Like, something that, like, seriously fucks with timelines? Oh, that... Was it Steins Gate about time travel? Steins Gate. I definitely... Does it fuck with time travel the way I'm thinking, though? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. The fact that at one point, one of the characters actually changes gender... Okay. Oh shit! Okay, I gotta watch this. Show I, yeah, I should watch that then. I see. Because like literally, time. like she tells, she tells her past self. The dude goes back in time to tell this dude who looks like a woman, like hardcore, like a like the whole joke of it is like graceful, majestic, feminine, dick, dude, but a dude, <laughs> dick. <laughs> Pretty much, actually. Yeah. So basically, they, they send a message or like some shit to like their mom in the past, so that she eats like vegetables or something, like different kind of. You know, they just did some like fucking bullshit. That's because that's how it works. Well, Please. so dudes like dudes like I want to fuck that, but it's got a dick. Yo, I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, back it wasn't even like that. He was like, he was like trying. He was like trying to like fucking like change people's lives, lives and shit. And like he goes to the he goes to the dude's mom. Okay, ma'am. And then basically, your the, the big problem that came of it wasn't that every 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 timeline his assistant like got fucking killed, so he kept trying to fix time where she didn't die. So it's, this is this sounds like it's actually right. a really okay. it's actually a really good. Steins Gate right. is something I would definitely fucking watch in your if you enjoy that kind of thing. Listen, ma'am, I want to fuck your son, but only if he's your daughter. So, so eat a bunch of vegetables. So eat more vegetables because that's how it works. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, um, if you want the scientist from the future to come back in time and fuck your daughter, eat vegetables. <laughs> all I know from that, all I've seen from that is lab coats. And banana. Uh, Dr. Pepper. And, and Dr. Banana. Pepper in microwaves. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, keep them going. Spirit Pack. Uh, ten episodes, it's done, and I couldn't fucking care less. I thought we had to say. It's fucking, it's, it's forced... It's forced homoeroticism. Oh boy, Woo! the best kind. It's the kind of like, I fucking hate you, but I love you. Put your dick in me. Yeah. No, take your dick out. <laughs> now put it back in. I put it out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's so, it's it's so here. fucking stupid. I fucking hate it. Jumping into uh, Ben's anime roundup real quick. Uh, I also have been keeping up still with uh, Tiger Mask W. Oh, I need go that's one of the shows. That, that's that. one of the shows I need to. Marathon I'm still, I'm I'm on episode nineteen. So Shit, I just, hey, behind. The last episode I watched is when Spring Tiger debuted. Yeah. No. Okay. okay. Uh, you know how far? Wait, wait. Someone points out. You know how far I'm behind? Episode two. No, I'm like you just got that done with that beach episode with the idols. Oh, fuck I am that. very far fucking behind. Oh Shit. god. I'm that, remember what episode that, you're on? That made me <laughs> so angry. Oh, but uh, I like this show. I want to play. I want to I'm caught it. up with it. So if anybody's watching Tiger Mask W, the Spring Tiger episode where she has her match is the most technical thing you will see. Yeah, it actually was pretty legit. It yeah, was pretty good shit. Like holy fuck, they were calling like moves out. It's like wow, you guys have not done this for any other match. Holy shit. The fuck? <laughs> I, I don't want to get spoiled. No, it's, I'm not going to tell you who Spring Tiger is. Okay. <laughs> 
Don't. So I, I need to watch five more. I have five episodes to catch up on. Oh, so, like things that aren't spoilers, because of course it's going to happen. You you see Bullet Club. Yeah. You see members of the Bullet Club, Kenny yeah. Omega to be specific. Yeah. Uh, you don't see the Bucks. I honestly don't know if the Bucks are going to show up or not. I would love for them to. Um, you, Naito shows up. Oh. And he's, oh man, he's such a shitbag. I love him. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn it, I gotta watch this show. He's just in it for himself. But like, Wait, this with John on the ground, like, God damn it. Right. And like, he, he, throw, he speaks Spanish. He throws Spanish words every so often. That's so like, cool. He doesn't say like, oh, I'm busy. He says, oh, I'm ocupado. <laughs> like, what? He doesn't tell people to calm down. He just says, tranquilo. What's so cool? It's a Japanese guy doing yeah, this shit. that's the craziest thing, too. It's a Japanese you, dude speaking you're watching, Spanish. You're watching anime. The dude's speaking Japanese, but he's throwing Spanish in there, and he's nailing it. Oh my god, why is this so cool? So, like, you see him say the name of his faction. Like, we're so used to Japanese people, like, busting out English randomly, but when they bust you, out Spanish... You get the English all the time. Yeah, but when you get... Yeah, there's a lot of English like, in the show. You, you get the... Unbelievable! But when we get Spanish all the time, that sounds awesome! You get Spanish, and I'm a... Like, What's really weird is that the referees... Like, you can tell when they're doing a... Uh, New New Japan Wrestling and when it's GW because yeah, when it's, when it's the GW the, the referee the referee's always going one two three as far as when the, it's a New Japan it's each knee yeah and I don't like, fucking know you you get he actually yeah, says right. los ingobernables de Japón and he says it he's a Japanese man saying it in Spanish and it's the greatest thing and like it is like I'm marking out watching <laughs> anime it's so good does Naito do that for real yeah. Oh he, my god! He he rolls the R though. He he brings it home. Alberto <laughs> del Rio. No, it doesn't exist anymore. Like oh, when yeah. he when he says it, he says Los Ingobernables. Oh my god! Yeah. <gasps> Why is this so cool to me? I don't know. Like oh man, if you're if you're a fan of wrestling, watch, watch Tiger, Tiger Mask W. w. It's if really you're a good. fan of how ridiculous wrestling can be, then I would recommend because uh, this is Ultimate well, Muscle. It's also based, it's basically like you said when we first recommended the show. It's what would happen if kayfabe was real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god, the kayfabe is real. Holy <laughs> shit. Like great. if it was actually about like throwing motherfuckers off of a mountain and training in the fucking dungeons <laughs> of hell. By the way, you will get to an episode like that and it is the shit. Oh god. Oh. That's the episode I'm on actually. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Oh I, my god. I have something to look forward to. Yeah, Shit. and then the last thing I watched that we haven't talked about yet was March Comes in Like a Line. It's a carry-on from last season, similar to Tiger Mask. It's yeah. about the emotional shogi and stuff. Okay. It's focused a lot more on the shogi because these last few episodes have been about like the grand tournament. Okay. And it's more about the main character building a relationship with like the dude like who's been his mentor or mentoring him because he started going to a workshop because he beat him. Be, and so, and then you like worry about his health. It's like the dude has like health problems because it's fucking anime. Of course he does. Um, so it's like I've got to win the shogi tournament. And he doesn't. Sorry. Him. Oh shit. <laughs> well, no, because he's playing like the number one dude, like this middle school, this dude that was a middle school prodigy, and he's like the ultimate champ. He's never fucking. And he just fucking uh, destroys. Four oh sweet, bring out the broom, get out. Fuck. <laughs> shit. I love now I'm on episode. Fails. He's not the main character. This okay. is like the dude who, like, his mentor in the whole, like, the whole thing I always hope that they were pushing was, like, he might get, like, his, in match, if they made it to match six, it was going to be in his hometown, so you thought he was going to, like, steal oh, one Oh, you thought two. he was going to make it to the hometown hero thing. And, and nope. then losing game seven, he was going to, or 
yeah, he was going to win game six and then go into game seven and, like, it would be a heartbreaking loss. Nope, 4-0, sweet, break out the broom. So it's get like out. when you're watching the original uh, season of Pokemon and Ash yeah. makes it to the championships. You're like, he's going to do it. Fuck no, he doesn't. Fuck no, he fucking Get used doesn't. to that feeling, folks. Pokemon fans get used to that. He never fucking wins. doesn't. Because then the show would be over. That, that last championship fight he was in, though, was like, oh, damn. He might good. actually do it. No. Nope. He nope. came close. But, like, oh, man, you're either... You're either going to be really upset that he loses, or you're going to be fine that he loses, because it's a goddamn good fight. Yeah. So that's really... And now the only thing that I have left to catch up on is finishing March comes in, Tiger Mask, uh, Iron Blood Orphan, Ed Live, and Bang Dream. Uh-huh. Another show... Like, we have a show, two seasons of show about people making a band. Yeah. One's good. Maybe. No. Oh, and then one, one really quick thing. Uh, Dragon Ball Super, they're doing a multi-universal yep. tournament. You think it's going to be a tournament, like the world tournament? How does it work? And then it's like, nope. And then you think, oh, so it's going to be like the Cell games? Nope. It's a fucking battle royal. You're getting the Dragon Ball Z version of the Royal Rumble. It's like, guess what? Everybody's in it at once. There's a, there's a ring, and it's a circle. You, you can fly it's not while a you're ring. in it. Well, it's a circle. You're, you can fly while you're in it, but if for whatever reason you pass... Like over where the, the barrier, the barrier, barrier yeah. you lose the ability of flight and you fucking fall and you're out. And it's like you will die. You thought it was gonna be a tournament where like one on one matches and everyone's gonna get their time to shine. I was like fucking finally, Tn's in it. They've been teasing Tn. He's gonna get his fucking time to shine. It's like no, it's a Royal Rumble. Fuck. Everyone's in it. So who who immediately jobbed out? The tournament has not started yet. Okay. It's been, it's who been, are we going to predict is going to job out? Everyone who isn't uh, named Goku. Yes. So it's been... <laughs> everyone who isn't uh, Saiyan or has Saiyan blood. It's been one exhibition match. And uh, at the very end of that exhibition match, they, they decree like, oh, if uh, Goku wins, then the rule stays that the losing universes get fucking obliterated. Oh, it's... What? Yeah. So if wins, Goku wins, he's responsible for the death... Of like nine other universes. Yes, and then the, and because uh, his opponent was the one who, uh, well, the the rule was always set like that. It was like the losing tournament, is, the losing universes get obliterated. Fucking Mortal Kombat said you had to do it ten times in a row. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like you lose your entire universe is fucking gone. Um, so this and is then Goku, Goku villain? Yeah, they're painting him out to be the villain, and in all honesty, he fucking is. He's responsible for this. There's no, like, oh, Goku didn't mean it. Like, no, fuck no. Goku's the one who's like, hey, when are we going to do that tournament? I want to do the tournament now. Oh, and oh, they're like, you okay, fine. We'll do it in two weeks. Goku, you fucking idiots. And Goku's super pumped. And I want to fight. Yeah. You're going to kill nine universes worth of people. Cool. And then Thanks, when asshole. they reveal that rule, Goku's opponent's like, what if I beat Goku now? <laughs> if I can well, just kill Goku right now. What if I beat Goku in this fight? Will you guys... Like, we can still keep the tournament going, but if I beat him in this exhibition match... Oh, has, love God, please remove that rule. Yeah, if I beat him in this exhibition match, that has nothing to do with the tournament. This is just, like, you guys want to have a fight, we'll do a fight. If I beat him here, will you erase that rule? And, like, the, the fucking God King, his literal, his literal name is the Omni King. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, sure, if you can beat Goku, we'll, we'll stop that rule. Goku, uh, for the love of God, job, please! Goku, if we sense at all that you're holding back in this fight, we will erase your universe. Oh, fuck me. And the universe and the universe will still stay. There and the rule still stays. Of course, Goku doesn't lose. Oh no! The, the universe, the fucking universal destruction rule still stays. Now every other universe is targeting Goku. Like you have just damned almost all of us. And there's this dude who comes out, and he's got like this big fucking mustache, and the dude's striking fucking Great Saiyan Man poses because he's the sa- like he is all about justice. 
And he's like, you are clearly the villain here. And Goku's like, oh, if you want to pay me out to be the villain, fine. And he's like, no, you are the villain, Goku. <laughs> no, 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 you are actually the villain. No one's pointing you out. <laughs> no you, one's you're causing the destruction of these universes. This guy is the good guy. You are clearly the villain here. They, Goku's they kind of a dick, bro. They fucking fight. Uh, it comes to a standstill. And then uh, Goku's super pumped for the tournament now. He's like, oh, man, I'm like uh, just as strong as you are. And he goes, oh, well, good luck. I'm not the strongest person in my universe. And he goes, really? And he goes, yeah, my fucking best friend is, like, league stronger than I am. And Goku says, well, I can't wait to fight him. And then he just straight up tells him, please, you're even with me. This man will curb stomp you. And he's the dude that you're seeing in the intros. He's the fucking gray alien dude that you're seeing. Oh, is that Hit? No, it's not Hit. Okay. Uh, I don't, we don't even know if Hit's in the fucking... Oh, I thought he In was. the tournament. Because Champa's, like, pointing out, like, so we gotta get our team together? They're like, yeah. He goes, is Hit, in, is, like, is Hit busy? Because we're gonna need him. Holy shit. Point is, it's, Goku's it's not dead. even a tournament. It's a battle royal. Goku is clearly the villain. If you say that Goku's not the villain, no, shut up. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but this isn't an opinion. It's a fact. Goku, me, you suck. For me, Vegeta's always been my fucking favorite character. <coughs> I've never hated Goku more. No, no, no. Okay. I, 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 I Set this up for me in terms of Dragon Ball. Vegeta is the main character to me. Goku's just the hero. Yes. Uh, Vegeta is the one who is actually showing character development. Development. He Goku is just the guy that saves every day. Yeah, Goku just wants to train and fight. And that used to be Vegeta's like whole purpose in life used to be I have to be better than Goku. That's not even the thing anymore. Which is like, like Bulma's pregnant right now. She's about to have their second child. <laughs> yo, dude. Yeah, and Goku's like, yo, let's go fucking train. But he's like, fuck no, dude. My wife is pregnant. <laughs> I've got fucking priorities, man. Yeah, he's like, I already missed out on Trunks' birth. And that was super fucked up of me. I'm not gonna miss out on that. Trunks kind of pissed off. He's, he's learning. Rightfully from this. so. He's learning from this. He's a fucking proud father. And it's like <laughs> Goku's like, come on, be an irresponsible dad with me. Like you're watching this, and you can sense like, come on, just have a pick a little fucking raisin. If you've never, if you've never liked Vegeta, this moment will make you love him, and you will fucking hate Goku. No, I've always loved Vegeta. I'm, I'm gonna say that right so now. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, going good, Goku's the clear villain here. Holy shit. Goku is This asshole. is the worst, this is the worst construction of fucking Superman and Batman versus Superman. Yeah, no, Goku's the clear villain. Holy crap. Goku will be, Goku will be, because there's no way he's losing this fucking tournament, Goku will be responsible for the death of 11 whole universes. Uh, not 11 universes. How many? Uh, by the way, uh, four universes have been deemed too strong to participate. The Omni King has ranked everybody in terms of, like, strength. Uh, Goku's universe, which is universe 7, I believe, and universe 9, which is, like, well, like these weird wolf furry people. Uh, the furry people have been deemed the weakest universe. So they get the... They because they <laughs> lost to, to Goku. And Goku's what? universe, universe 7, is the second weakest. Because they got Krillin. Because uh, they have Krillin. And I'm <laughs> guessing... Krillin pulls down the average. Chompa's universe is, uh, I think, a, a bit stronger than uh, than Beerus's. <sighs> and I'm assuming that's because of Hit. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, there's four universes that the Omni King was like, no, they would literally destroy all of you without breaking a sweat. And then that gives Goku a fucking throbbing boner. <laughs> because he hears about this and he goes, Fuck, oh, people fuck strong... It? Fucking invite them! I wanna fight them! I will fight them on the moon! Like, <laughs> oh my god! Didn't you blow up the moon? No, that was Vegeta. That was, me. That was actually Goku me. will be responsible for the death of at least seven universes. Oh. 
uh, give or take eight, because four of them are too strong to participate in this tournament. <gasps> Goku is the bad guy. There is no arguing this. Goku, you, you can suck. try to argue. You will be wrong. Oh my god, this is such ass. What the fuck is up with Super? Super well, made everyone hate Dragon Ball. So far, I mean, I the moment I started hating Super was fucking the res- resolution of the Black Goku saga. Oh god, did I hate that saga so much? Oh, I still love the saga. I hate no, I, it's because I hated the villain. I hated the monster with Black Goku, and I hate the fact that they didn't really get a proper comeuppance. I. They, they were going really good with the villain thing. They were going really good with, I'm a god, you guys are disgusting. It got old! It did. That shit got old! That's the problem. They didn't change the dialogue enough. But, yes! But I will I will still stand by the fact that Goku Black was an amazing villain. Yes, he was cool! And then he, then he ran into the ground, and then the fucking, the snap! Oh, Goku Black, the monster Goku Black thing is dead. That's it! That's all it took! They, they fused a little too quick together, especially when Goku Black just revealed that he can pull a fucking scythe out of his hand and tear oh. a fucking hole in space-time. Like, he does this with one swipe, and Vegeta's like, what's that? And Goku Black's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Fuck if I know! It feels super evil, though, I like it. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool! It's like he just tore a fucking hole in space-time. God damn. You are you are canonically the strongest fucking villain. But oh, they fucked it up shit. by having them fused. Uh, but that did give us one of the biggest fucking uh, fanboy moments, it, it, for me especially, when they brought back Vegito, yeah. who is clearly the superior fusion. They, they nerfed him significantly by saying the fusion only lasts an hour, and it only lasted 15 minutes because he powered up to Super Saiyan Blue. But they brought Vegito back. They okay. brought back that cocky little shit. Let's go to the news. News time. Some news. Um, so, Bloodstain canceled over to Wii U. Shocker. No, what? Oh, no. Same thing with Ukulele, also. We didn't report that earlier. Oh, but no. they confirmed there will be Switch versions. These, oh, no. These will not be system sellers by any means at no. all. Um, Still looking forward, though. People who were excited for it, I don't know if they're going to go out and buy a Switch. People who backed it, I backed it, and I'm getting my PS4 copy. There you go. See, look. Most people who backed it, any, anybody that even probably. knows about Kickstarter and actively backs things, mm-hmm. usually PC. Gamers. Most likely have yeah. multiple systems, mm-hmm. or they're PC or or they're PC gamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Switch Wii U cancellation thing—that's not going to be a big deal for a lot. Shocker! Of yeah, like yeah. everyone saw it coming. If you had a Wii U and you backed this, you and most likely have a Switch. <laughs> yeah. Not not because like not because of this announcement, but because the Switch came out. You bought it, and you bought it, and you're already buying a Wii U, so you're probably already I'm having a disposable income. I'm fairly certain that the developers are going, "Hey, if you um, backed it and you asked for a Wii U copy, we'll give you the option to change it to anything else you want now." Yeah. I, c- I can see them doing that. Bill. No, it's the right. It's the right thing to do. It, it is the right thing to do. Uh, whether or not they do it, that's a whole different. I story. have faith they'll do it. Um, game Freak is staffing up for a console game. Not necessarily Pokemon, but they are going to be working on the console game. Every time be... somebody thinks that Pokemon Stars is going to be a thing, a puppy dies. So please stop. It's not going to happen. You really don't think Pokemon will ever come out on console? Not that, not that it's not going to come out, but it's not going to be Pokemon Stars. Oh. Like, I remember when Pokemon X and Y came out, everyone was like, oh, Z is going to be the next one because this is the first 3D Pokemon game. X, Y, and Z are the fucking planes for the Well, dimensions. people thought Black and White was going to have Pokemon Gray. Yeah, see, this happens with every every time since they stopped doing the third. Yeah, everyone thought like, oh, there, it stopped. It stopped. There's no more third option. It's dead. Fucking stop. People thought they're gonna get like I don't know, Theta, Theta Emerald. If you ask me, we're gonna get, we will get a Pokemon console game. It will not be 
a third option for any of the portables, yeah. Yeah. it'll be it'll be its own thing. It's not going to be a stadium. Oh, it's not going to be. No. It's not going to be like. It's going to be another spinoff. It's going to be another spinoff, but it's going to be one of the good ones. It's going to be another uh, Coliseum yeah. type. Battle Coliseum, okay. Or no, not Battle Coliseum. Or Dark something. It was just called Pokemon Coliseum, okay. and then the other one was uh, Gale of Darkness. <laughs> very, very edgy. You even got Dark. Oh my God, that edge! That's such an edge lord name for Pokemon. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> game though. Very good game. Oh yeah. <laughs> because sure. like, in both of those games, Pokemon are nearly fucking extinct. Like those games, if you have not played them, they are fucking dark. Okay. Like everyone's like, oh, uh, Black and White has the best story. Like, no, dude, play Ooh. play Coliseum, play Gale of Darkness. Granted, Gale of Darkness was made with the butt with the, was made with the remnants of Coliseum, but they did it good. They did it good, but yeah, this is what I see them doing. Uh -huh. uh, that's even if it's this. Game Freak uh, could be doing something else completely different, not even Pokemon related. Capcom is re-releasing old school NES Disney uh, afternoon games. So it's going to be DuckTales 1, DuckTales 2. Yep. Tales. Didn't they just make like a remastered version of DuckTales? Yeah, but now it's going to be the original version. Gross. Why would I want to play that? Um, Darkwing Duck, Chip and Dale. Yep, yep. And um, Tailspin. Tailspin can go So can I say something? Yeah. Uh, out of those four shows... Which one do you think I did not give a shit about? I don't even fucking remember Tailspin. I do! I remember its theme and thinking it was racist. I don't even remember its fucking theme. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's actually the only part... It's Tales based off of Jungle Book. As far as I know, Jungle Book takes place in Africa. Oh. oh. Okay, I can... Yeah. Now, I kind of can see where you're coming from here. Because okay. as a kid, I was like, "This place, this like show takes place in Africa, right? Why? Are, what's with the like the tribal thing? That's kind of well. No, weird. there's also planes now. That's fucking stupid. I, I, Why I, is a bear flying a plane? I don't remember getting so much shit from my old friends because I said, "Fuck Tailspin," and like, "What do you mean, fuck Tailspin? Fuck you!" Like, Tailspin sucks. Tailspin did. Tailspin. I don't even remember anything about Tailspin. All I know is this blue. He was a pilot. There was this bitch of a bear always yelling at him for some reason. I don't know. There was this little cunt of a little bear riding the back with his air surfboard. I was happy when I saw him get hit into the airplanes. I got it. He got sucked into like the jets once. Yeah. I think that was in uh, Robot Chicken. Tail Tailspin's a bad show. Ducktail's uh, like no one's gonna argue about that one. Ducktail was forgettable too, honestly. To you, maybe. Darkwing Duck. Fan. Good show. In my opinion, never, wa in my never opinion, watched Darkwing Dark Dark. Dark. Chip and Dale. I, I have. That was actually of any of them. That's the only one I watched. I have fond memories. Of Chip. And Dale. I love Chip and Dale. I've seen all of them. I might get some shit for this. I prefer Darkwing Duck over Ducktales. That's, that's that's fair. The the remake though does look very cool. A lot I of people are giving the anime like the art style shit, but like no, dude, look at the comics. Yeah, it's like the comics. Um. Okay. Some movie news here. Sony starting production on a Venom movie. That's actually happening still. It's still happening. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to pull the plug. I see this thing getting struggling. I see it struggling to get a writer. I see the director constantly switching chairs. Uh, I, hear I see it becoming a Spider-Man movie. I see Marvel trying, trying, trying to get involved in it somehow. In some way. Yeah, it, I want all... I want shit to hit the fan with this so bad to where they're like, Fuck it, Marvel, throw Venom in your movie. Just give us credit and give us half profits. Like, okay, fine. That's fine, dude. If some okay, half, half the profit of a $20 billion company, we'll take it still. Venom Venom is not a character you want to do a solo movie on. Oh, yeah, awesome. Why would you do a solo movie on Venom? Unless Venom is the villain and then Spider-Man, colon, Venom. It's just... Uh, Venom is not a good solo character. Now, Carnage! 
Carnage. Uh? Carnage can't get his own solo movie. If you do, make it a fucking horror movie. Oh, that's make it a horror movie. Barely show Carnage. Oh, Barely really show cool. him at all. But when you do show him, I want there to be fucking gore. Oh my god, is he very violent in the comics? I heard. Um, but Venom should not have his own solo movie. Venom only works as a solo character when he's Agent Venom. And in order to have Agent Venom, you need to have Venom established already. You have already had to have gone through three previous hosts of the suit. <laughs> um, oh my god. One of them being Matt Gargan, who. Uh, of course, that name means absolutely nothing to probably anybody. Yeah, I mean, you're, uh, you're drawing a blank for me and Ben here. Have you guys seen... You guys have seen the 90s Spider-Man cartoon? The only one I know of is Eddie Brock. Yeah, that's all I know of is Eddie Brock. But have you guys seen the 90s uh, cartoon? Yeah, with the awesome theme song. Yes. yes. I don't remember any of my okay. name in Matt Gargan. But... Well, do you know who Scorpion is? Yes. Doing the big, dumb, green Scorpion Yeah, that dumb, green Scorpion armor, yeah. So he, he becomes a host for the suit, and he is hands down the most brutal-looking Venom. Okay. And it's not like he has the, the the fucking scorpion suit on when he turns into Venom. No. He just turns, like, twice the size of Eddie Brock. Oh, like, damn. And, like, way more teeth. And he has, like, pupils in his eyes. So, like, he still has, like, the white, like, eye thing. But in that, there's, like, there's actual eyeballs. That's actually kind of creepy. But they're, but they're all white. And it looks fucking terrifying. That's actually kind of creepy. He's hands down the most terrifying looking Venom because of his yeah. sheer size alone. And he is the most violent Venom. Mm. Uh, last because bit of he, he's straight up eight people. Last bit of movie news on ending on that note. Uh, Beauty and the Beast could get a prequel or spinoff. No sequel. What? Yeah. Why would no, I'm sorry. A, what did what, you say? Apparently because uh, how successful Beauty and the Beast was, they're talking about doing potentially a prequel or spinoff of Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Why? Right, yeah, I can, I can see what you're fucking with. Look at that shit. That's fucking terrifying. Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus. Yeah, and when... Uh, Again, sidetracking back to comics real quick. Hey, I'm going to shoot this. Backtracking to comics again real quick. Um, I got really excited because I was at GameStop and I saw that they're fucking making a PS4 release of fucking... Ver where you can get a PS4 version of VLR and fucking the last one that came out. Holy yeah. shit. No, no, it's not... Um, it's just... Uh, it's 999 in VLR. Oh, that's still it's fucking cool. Yeah, for that? Holy fuck. Yeah, it comes out this Friday. For console, right? Yeah, yeah, for PS4. Okay, thank God, because both the PS Vita and the 3DS versions had serious fucking problems oh, where I you could remember. run into fucking... Like game. Your, your entire fucking game just crashing, your fucking save files getting deleted for saving in the wrong fucking room. I remember what that. What bullshit is that? That never got fixed. Yep. Anytime the developers were like, oh, we know the problem, just don't save here. Are you gonna fucking fix it? Fix uh, it, motherfucker! I don't know if they fixed it for this home, home release, but we'll find out. They need to. That's what stopped me from playing those fucking games. <laughs> actually, it was what caught. I, I never actually heard any of those when I started here, and I was like, well, I mean, it's a good thing I usually played them for like eight hours straight and I fucking finished the game. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so. Those prevented me from like actually playing through. The like I wouldn't thing. stop until I reached an end. Hmm. If you want to send us your scary venom art, where would you send it to? Are you addressing it to somebody? I don't know. It's, well, anyway. what you could do is you go to ps2bplv at gmail.com. and you can send us all the creepy venom fan art you want and just haunt our dreams. And you can sound just like this. We can sound just like this. I went the sudden voice again, but with Venom. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Anon wants to know, what's your favorite example of bad, stupid anime fan subs? Uh, All according to Keikaku comes to mind. Keikaku means so, plant. So, what, what's my favorite example of stupid anime fan subs? Oh, uh, fan subs. Easy, easily, the fucking shit for JoJo. Okay, no, you didn't. Oh. Did you end? 
The Duwang for JoJo. Oh, that's good stuff. Du-wang. Yeah, whatever you for Duwang. The 240p Duwang. <laughs> nothing, in my opinion, nothing will trump this. And it's not, I'm not going to say it's stupid because uh, it's not It's not fan subs, but at the same time it kind of can be. Yeah. Uh, the original English dub for Ghost Stories. Oh, yeah. Which is, I was going to say, if that counts, that was going to be the other thing well, I mentioned. Which is on Crunchyroll. Project, but which is on Crunchyroll. You can catch it and it's gloriously well, fucking from what I was talking about stupid things when translators put in like uh, Keikaku means plan or my Nakama is here or Moo means Moo yeah no the only thing I think of is the Dewangs <laughs> probably do they Dewang kill a kill too oh yeah I forgot that was a thing but no the funny thing I heard about the story about ghost stories was that it was so fucking dumb it was so bad and ja- the Japanese original version was so bad that they were like here do what you want with it and then they turned it into a comedy series pretty much and it works oh it works so good but then a different company got a, like actually did a legitimate dub of it and like and I heard it sucked it's it's meh it's still a terrible fucking show it's yeah. it's a bad it's bad it's a bad show with good dubbing mm-hmm <laughs> But when you go to the ridiculous dubbing where no one gives a fuck and they're just dropping shit like they're straight up calling people fag. Oh my god. We can say it. Someone else said it. It's great. Yeah. We said it earlier. Did we say, did we say it on stream? Maybe. I know I did. No, we said that when we were doing our stupid like progressive pick thing. Oh yeah, we didn't film that. No, we, that wasn't on stream. Yeah, I'm actually, I've actually been told to I have to watch my mouth about certain things. Mm, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, th- that's... Whatever. We'll talk about it off the air. Yeah, let's, let's not put this on stream, please. <laughs> Meta as fuck! Um, but I yeah. actually want to save this next question for, like, later, actually. What are your most impactful games from when you were 5, 10, 15, and 20? Uh, I actually have to think about that. I think it's a topic for, like, a whole podcast, actually, to me. 10, 15, 20. Uh, what the fuck? How old? How, grade was how, how old was I? When I was five? Well, when I was five years old, it was Super Mario World. Okay, fine. Let's try to answer. Let's we had some time. Let's take. Let's try this question. So, we're, I remember I got this po- question from another podcast here. So, uh, so we'll, we'll start like that. Like, yeah, we'll go. We'll do it each age. So, five years old. What was the game that you remember most fondly as a five year old? For me, I guess it'd have to be um, Donkey Kong Country Two because that's where I started off on, mm-hmm. and that's where I, that's the first name where I actually felt like I got good as a kid. Mm-hmm. But if I also as I will mention. Super Mario World, because that wasn't the first game I was exposed to, because one, my mom was the one playing it, of all people, and she would actually call my aunt Philadelphia for tips, right. is, you know, because there was no internet at the time, and it's also how I learned my first curse word. That's, really? Yeah, it's, I, I would hear her say shit and fuck throughout the whole game, like, it's like, what are you saying? And then she was like, don't say those words. Sorry, mom. Whoops. What about you, Ben? Uh, like I said, for me, when I was five, I can pretty much remember Super Mario World and Donkey Kong Country. I don't remember any games. When you were five? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and Command and Conquer. I, I played Command and Conquer when I was five. That is so weird any... that you did it while you were five. Yeah. I was playing Mortal Kombat when I was five, but it's because my parents knew I wasn't a psychopath. I remember Mortal Kombat, but I didn't play any games at that age because we were poor. <laughs> I was always a generation behind. I mean, I was too. Kind of. Well, well, let me put it to you this way. I got my PlayStation 1 around halfway through the shelf life of play, or shortly after PlayStation 2 came out. Okay. Right, so now, what about 10? Okay, so when I was 10, let's see, that was the N64 days for me. Mm-hmm. So, Same. one of the games I actually really have a lot of memory towards was Mario Party. 
because uh, that was the first games I would actually sit down and play with my cousins and my sister on a regular basis. And it was a time before, like, yeah, we, we would get mad at each other, but it never got to the point where we were yelling at each other or, like, it's not talking to each other for a while. It was, like, it was just innocent fun for me. And mm-hmm. for me, like, um, this is something that stuck with me ever since then. It's, like, it's something that I want to bring back in my adult years. But as time, you know, different tastes go on, you can't bring it back. But I will always look back on the Mario Party games and go, like, mm-hmm. those, were, those were good times. You know? right. For me, like, that's... How I remember it, right? How about you, Ben? Bars being ten. Let me see. Two thousand two. Shit. Mm-hmm. I think I was still at, around two thousand two. I still had a, I had a GameCube and an N six. I was still on the. I was still flying the Nintendo flag at the time <laughs> because, if for no other reason, because Sony and my Xbox were too. Playstations and Xboxes were just too expensive. Um, I think I was still playing Donkey Kong 64. That's a good one. Uh, I think I had Rogue Squadron 2 for the GameCube. Was that out? The GameCube by Outback? Oh, yeah, that was... I'm sorry. I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah, sorry, I was thinking of when I was still 9, 10, my bad. Um, I'm tr- I think... I'm trying to remember, because I'm... Maybe I was playing Grand Theft Auto 3 by then? I mean, I know I was sort of around that time. Was, did, when did Grand Theft Auto 3 come out? Grand Theft Auto... Well, I know I can tell you that San Andreas came out in 2004, so... So, yeah, I probably was playing Grand Theft Auto 3 on the computer around that time. Wow. Mm. On the computer? Yeah, I played the PC version of GTA 3. The superior version. Well, I, mean, I, just, I, just, I didn't have I didn't have a fucking PlayStation. Yeah. I played Grand Theft Auto 3 on, like, my friend's PlayStation. I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. I think I got it for my birthday. And that and WW, WWF Raw. That's a good That one. game fucking sucked. That game was fucking terrible. I have such fun memories. Raw 2 was great. Raw, oh, that's probably what I'm thinking of because Raw, I don't know. Raw like, 2 was great. Raw 1 was garbage. What I liked about Raw 2 is the fact that you can add your own music on there and then that made your creative wrestlers that much more better because you can have your own... Your own music that you yeah. want, and then create the entrance you want. It was Raw so 2 great. was the first one to do that. So for me, I was still on the N64, and the multiple games that made that for me... No, I also had... Uh, because when I was 10 is when I got a Neo Geo Pocket Color. Oh my god. Yeah, you told me about this. Yes, and with that, uh, the only game I had with it at the time was... I forget the name of it, but it's a specific King of Fighters. I think it was the only King of Fighters that came out on that. Yeah. But that thing was amazing. The... Pocket color itself was a fucking monstrosity. Oh god, it was. Batteries I mean, that it shit up. would fucking eat through. Um, but I had that that specific King of Fighters. If there's multiple, I'll be able to point it out, no problem. But uh, it was that. I also had my N64 and the. Looks like a fucking thing. Looks like a fucking brick. Yeah, it, <laughs> it looks like an early. It looked like a GBA. It really did, actually. <laughs> Just two buttons on it the, and the D-pad. I don't know if there were shoulder buttons on it though. Uh, but for N64, it was multiple games that made that for me. So the two two top ones, uh, both tied for first in in my opinion as to which one was more like. Was it King of Fighters R two? I think so. Okay. Um, but it was definitely Ocarina of Time yeah. and Majora's Mask. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Those are tied for first. The second uh, one that I spent the most time on would be uh, WWF No Mercy. Mm. Yeah, I played that a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, then it would be Goldeneye, which is what like brought out like why I like shooter games for a long for a long while, and uh, Spider Man. Alright, so 15-year-old uh, Daniel was playing a lot of, and I borrowed this from a friend, Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh. I, that was the first game where, like, I played Metal Gear Solid 2, I really liked that one, and I never actually got to play Metal Gear Solid 1 because I didn't on the PlayStation at the time. But Metal Gear Solid 3, when I borrowed it, like, oh my god, there's so many ways I can play this game. I could be stealthy, or I could go guns blazing, I could shoot down this beehive to distract this guard, or I could just fucking shoot him right there. It was the first game where I could play it multiple times and have something different happen to me every time. Mm-hmm. And yes, let's be honest, it was my, it's my, still my favorite game in the series. And the, the fucking soundtrack of that game, I downloaded it immediately. Like, the ending credits to that song, I would have on loop on every bus ride home. And when it was raining, it was like I was watching my own end credits for my own movie. It was so good. Uh, what about you? Fifteen-year-old Ben. Fifteen-year-old Ben. That's tenth grade. Starting tenth grade. Yeah, give or take. I was playing a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think I was playing Mass Effect One. I think that's when I got it. That's when I first started playing. Really, Mass Effect came out that. Wow, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like fucking my kid. It's two thousand. It's probably about two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. So, actually, it might be. Mass Effect might have came later, actually. Hmm. I don't... But yeah, I know I did play a lot of, um... I was playing a lot of Call of Duty. That's when I was really on my shooter craze. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of Chrome Hounds. You know, that, like... It's the From Software game that was okay. in Armor Core. Right. Um, and that was actually at the time where I was... I think... Because my Xbox 360 I had is the one I bought for myself. I mm-hmm. bought it with my own money. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I rented on it, because I bought it from uh, the place that Hollywood Video... Game Crazy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I got it from a Game Crazy. So, because they were an affiliate of uh, Holl- Hollywood Video, Hollywood Video, I had 12 months of... I had one free mar- rental for a year. Wow. So the first game I rented when I got it was uh, Condemned Criminal Origins. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great game. It made me hurt, and that's why the second half of the second game hurt me so bad because the first half of that game was really fu- the sequel was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think fifteen year old me was actually. You know what? I see a thing that's on there. Fifteen year old me was playing a lot of Guitar Hero. No, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, you know, no, Guitar Hero was pretty much high school for me. If I can think of any game in particular that I probably spent more money than I've ever had any business fucking spending money on was Guitar Hero because I kept fucking breaking it. <laughs> oh, it was because of... Yeah, that was before DLC, so what are you spending... Oh, because you probably broke a lot of instruments. I broke my Guitar Hero 2. I had Guitar Hero 2 and I had Guitar Hero 3 and I continu- I had my Guitar Hero 3 work guitar for a long time until I snapped it over my knee. Jesus fucking Christ. And then I bought a drum kit, and then oh, I no. I broke that by um, doing a, a drum roll too hard on the green pad. <laughs> Fucking green pad broke off. Holy shit! And I also got also I think I got pissed. I started. Like, I had anger issues in high school. <laughs> it got really bad in high school. All right, fifteen-year-old Richie. Uh, for me, I was still still the Nintendo fanboy, but only because I couldn't afford anything else. Because um, Wii's were fucking. That's why Wii sold well. Yeah. Because they're fucking cheap. But I was mainly on, uh, I played a lot of handhelds. 
Yeah. Uh, played a lot of Pokemon. Pretty much any Pokemon I could get. Um, let's see. I had a GameCube and a Wii at the time. Uh, so I played a lot of Melee and I played a lot of Brawl. That's um, let's see. Those are pretty much the main ones I played. It was just like, that was when Super Smash Brothers, Super Smash and Pokemon pretty much took over everything for yep. my teams. Yeah. Um, for me, like, when, so when I was 20, like, 2009, I, I did, this is around the time where all I had was my old PS2 and my DS, which I got through a, like, um, because my mom, like, just uh, redeemed a lot of credit card points and said, you want a DS? Sure. So all I could play was a D Nintendo DS game. So I was that was that was like during a time when all I could play were portable games. One that comes to mind is um, Mario and Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story. I one of my favorite games of all time is like, oh, I could turn the game around and oh, I'm playing as Bowser. This is so cool. Um, yeah, I just have fun. A lot of those uh, handheld games at the time were. Those are the games that I would occupy the most time because it's all I had. So I was playing stuff like Elite Beat Agents, uh, Chrono Trigger when it was released on, re-released on there. Uh, it was the game that brought me back into Pokemon uh, so, uh, because of uh, Hard Gold and all that stuff. And yeah, it was like, honestly, it was like, it's a time where I feel like I missed out on a lot of things because I didn't own a, a current-gen console at the time, but I still found a way to keep my love of gaming going through, and that's something I have to remember. I actually got into. I actually left the 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 Nintendo boat when I did because I got tired of not being able to play video games. All the games, yeah. Like I kept watching all these fucking cool ass fucking commercials come out. Mm -hmm. And the only fond memory, the only thing I ever really enjoyed playing on my GameCube was fucking Days of Reckoning. Hmm. Oh shit! I had that too. Oh, shit. The sequel was so fucking good. <laughs> GameCube had really good wrestling games. Yeah, it did. After, well, nine, 18 was shit. 19 was okay. But Days of Reckoning and Day of Reckoning 2 were fucking phenomenal. I hate that word, too. That's how you know. It's good <laughs> shit. Um, let me see. 20-year-old me, Mass Effect. Yep. Easily, I could say that's... <laughs> 20 years old was when I was at... Let's see. 20 years old, I am... That is... 2012... Yeah, I am in the thick of Mass Effect 2. Yep. I'm playing this fucking game, prepping for Mass Effect 3. Just fucking... I'm in deep at that point, probably. Mm -hmm. Alright, That was just before, oh. and I... That was before, just before I started getting into anime. I got into anime spring of 2012. Wow. Late to the party, now here I am. Now look how deep you in now. Yeah, 20 fucking shows in. <laughs> Shit. Well, not 12, 20 shows. Um, actually, we're going to keep count just from this season. We're just going to include shit that's on the season, not backlogged. Because then it gets a little, not too much longer, but it gets a little bit longer. I am 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Okay, never mind. Basically 20 fucking shows. Jesus Christ. That's not. That's just the shows, guys. There's still episodes that he needs to catch up on. Too. Yeah. I need to about watch about another 20 episodes. And that's not including the new ones that just came out. Alright, Richie. 20-year-old Richie. What was he playing mostly? 20-year-old Richie. Fresh memories. Still like two years ago. Um, I had just... I had just gotten a PS4. 
Yeah. I was still very, like, heavy, heavy in Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> I was playing the single players on Call of Duty. But, of course, if you're a Call of Duty fanboy, you know that the Call of Duty itself has is, like, split into two different camps. <laughs> The Treyarch camp. You've got the Treyarch camp. you got the Black Ops camp. Which is the, the right superior camp. camp. Exactly. That's <laughs> the right camp. That's the place where you want to be. <laughs> because it had zombies and a better story mode. Yeah. And then you go. Then you have Infinity Ward. And which had tight, which had tighter multiplayer maps with shit story. Exactly. There, you, you'd have the two things that would argue with each other, but eventually the Treyarch side, in my opinion, won. Because Infinity Ward's biggest thing was Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3. Like, still, like... Uh, the the fact that they they had the fucking the only way they were able to sell Infinity Infinity War was modern Warfare was to tie in remastered. How how can I play Call of Duty Four remastered? You have to buy the seventy dollar version of it. You've got to buy Infinity War. It's or Infin Infinite Warfare. It's super good. Trust us. It's not. Actually, it is. Oh, yeah. Infinite Warfare <laughs> is actually a really good fucking game. Oh, yeah, I'd yeah. actually argue that it's actually one. Of, it's the first time since Black Ops that I've actually can actually say I have a more favorite campaign than Black Ops' campaign. There you go. And I fucking... I've only finished two games on Veteran. Modern Warfare 2 and fucking Black Ops. Hmm. So yeah, Call of Duty uh, was a big thing. Uh, specifically zombie mode. Yeah. I remember countless times staying up until like 3 in the morning on a fucking school day trying to do the goddamn Easter eggs. Boy, were those fun times. Um, other than Call of Duty, shit, dude. Wow. Uh, it's amazing how much our, like, as we've moved age, like, our tasting games changed. During my 20s, it switched a lot, because the Call of Duty craze ended just around my 20s. Yeah. Then I started playing Phoenix Wright. <laughs> That's a fucking jump! Holy shit, it's I went from right playing first-person first shooters to fucking court simulators. Yeah, you went from a first-person shooter to, like, a visual novel, essentially. Essentially. But, like, goddamn, is that a really I good series? I went from games to, uh, can people make the argument that it's not even a game? I just kind of want to talk a little bit more about uh, early Dan's life. Um, when I Also, something I forgot to mention when I was, like, five years old, a big part of my childhood is, like, back in the time, that was in, like, the early 90s, there were still arcades and malls. Every mall I went to had a really good arcade system. One of the ones that came to mind was the Simpsons arcade game mm-hmm. by Konami. Oh, yeah. Um, I would always remember, like, oh, I want to play this. But I was never, like, I would always get pushed out because the fucking, like, older kids were like, get out of here, you fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. That's what they, what they would call me. And then, like, I just have to watch, like, oh, I, I, I thought that character, that's Homer. Like, as, you know, five-year-old Daniel fucking loved the Simpsons. I mean, I was watching South Park by the time I was ten, so. And another thing is, in mind, like, there back in California, there was this big ass two story Chuck E. Cheese. All right. That's fucking intense. And the bottom side was all, like all the the play plays and all the ticket games. The upper level, though, that was all arcade games. It was the most amazing thing in my life. That's where I spent most of my time. My mom was like, "How come we don't want to go downstairs and play get tickets?" Like. But there's like Jurassic Park, the shooting game right here. But there's, I can shoot dinosaurs. There's Terminator. There's Street Fighter. I can't reach it, but I still want to play it. And I just, I remember that's, that would be my, always my, my highlight going there. Because something about the arcade scene back in the day, there was just a like big part of my childhood. It's something I really kind of miss. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to recreate these days. Yeah, now you only have places like GameWorks and like... GameNest or like smaller like game... Uh, I don't even know about Game, game Nest, dude. Like, I've been there a few times. It's okay. It's, I thought it was like a PC lounge. 
Okay. No, it's more of like a hey, uh, you rent out the consoles and rent out the game. That's pretty much it. Because there used to be arcades. there used to be a a spot over off of uh, Flamingo and Sand Hill. Yeah. The chick who. Yeah. Uh, who owns Gemini you? Gaming. Yeah, Gemini Gaming. That was a pretty lit spot, actually. Mm-hmm. But like, um, it wasn't. By the way, it wasn't until like years later I found out that was also where all the drug deals were happening, and I had no idea. Well, I mean, who cares? Because that was a time when like arcade was a perfect spot for drug deals for some reason. Dark. Loud. Suspicious. That explains so much about some of the people I would play with. Fucking tweakers. Goddamn yeah, tweakers being so good at third strike. Right. Fucking holding a knife in the corner of your eye so you get distracted. That, I mean, that didn't happen to you guys. Uh, People yeah. holding a knife to your eye so you lose so they can get so they can play. I never lived in a big enough city to where it had an arcade. Oh. My hometown is home. I didn't home. play in arcades because I never went outside. The only thing in actually, my no, I was hometown actually, is a movie theater that only plays three movies. <laughs> actually, when I was a uh, when I was younger, actually, if you want to talk about like just a general switch in per- personalities, when I was younger. Until, like, my early teens. Yeah, early teens. I was an outdoor kid. Mm. I was... I'd play games. Like, I I liked games. I'd yeah. play games. Yeah. Like, if I had... Like, if I was inside or if it was just too hot out. But once the sun went down in the summer, I was one of those people who went out in the backyard, wrestled on his trampoline. <laughs> I just... I'd be on my trampoline for hours. I'd go out and ride my bike for hours. I, I didn't want to be inside. Like, I was, you know how, like, parents, I don't know if anyone else got grounded. <laughs> I don't know, but. Seems like it's not a thing anymore. I don't think that's a thing anymore because kids don't go outside and kid, parents don't want their kids going outside, so you have to, like, punish them by putting them outside. <laughs> yeah. But you right. can't do that because it's, like, probably, it's probably, like, child endangerment or they don't want to ban them outside because they don't want their kid to, like, get kidnapped. <laughs> Because the parents don't want to go outside either. <laughs> it just shows how sensitive everyone is nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's completely dead. Like I, like I would uh, even like my late teens, like early high school days, I'd I'd go to like skate parks and like hang out with people. Ooh, that's something I forgot to mention. 15 year old Daniel was it like Tony Hawk pro, pro skater? I played. I fucking love pro, pro skater, skater too. Pro I love skater. pro skater too. I never had pro any skater too. Pro Skater 2 and Underground Underground 2 are the best ones in the entire... And American Wasteland. I fucking yes. loved American Wasteland. The Edge is the one with Darth Maul. That's Pro Skater... Th- three. Three. Four. Which one four, yeah, four. Spider-Man had... That two. 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 Okay, and okay. three was Wolverine. Yeah. Yes. I played a fuck ton of... I loved... I remember when I got fucking Spider-Man and Pro Skater 2, though. I was like, fuck. No, but ser- seriously, though. Pro Skater 2 soundtrack was the soundtrack of my fucking teenage years. Oh, yeah, no. Pro- well, it was my... Early, ch- my preteen years. Yeah. I mean, hearing fuck like just that's where I really got an appreciation for like multiple forms of music. Mm-hmm. Just hearing Gorilla Radio. Oh was, yeah. Oh yeah. When dude. you t- when you did the first level and you drop down that first bank to fucking Gorilla Warfare and you like bust the fucking nine hundred through the window and you're like fuck yeah and you're in the warehouse and you go made that one gap through the two spots. It was airplane. my first exposure to Bad Religion, Melancholin. Fucking, oh. it was a god damn, those games had CKY. Fuck, Tony Hawk games suck now. Oh, don't talk about them. It, don't look at five. See, for me, actually, I remember when Skate came out, and Skate was fucking... Oh, dude, Skate I fucking shit love too. Skate. You know there's an Indiegogo up now for to make a documentary on the Tony Hawk games? I wouldn't fucking fund it. I mean, I, 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 I want to see the finished product. 
I, yeah, I'm not gonna fund I'm it. I'm not gonna put money into it, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. That seems like a very interesting thing. Because like, because I won't lie, Project Eight wasn't bad. Project Eight wasn't bad. Did you ever play Ride? No. <laughs> One because I'm not. I already spent enough money on fucking per, on peripherals with music games. There's no fucking way I'm gonna do it for a fucking skateboard. That I'll probably die trying to play on. Yeah, I can't fucking ride a skateboard. I'm too fucking big for that shit. I bet you are. Like, if yeah. it's a documentary, I want it to be a documentary. I don't want this thing to like uh, paint everything in a good light. I oh. want to see exactly what the fuck happened. <laughs> Why is Tony Hawk shit now? Oh. Where did it start failing? Like the rise and fall of Tony Hawk. That's what it should. Because I feel like it really. Like it was. Here's how I think it went. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, Two, and Three were pretty good. Four was eh. Then Underground came out. Underground had like that awesome story. Like, we're mode. bringing it back, motherfucker. Fuck you, Sparrow. Fuck you, Eric Sparrow. Underground Two was pretty cool. It was more on the sillier side, but it was still really fun. American Wasteland had, had that bam in it. Two Underground Two. Yeah, yeah, that was like like I said, it was it was fucking aw- it was stupid, but it was fun to play. Then American Underground, uh, American Wasteland, American Wasteland kind of divided the fans a little bit. I love the American. I like, it. I like the open world of American Wasteland. Some people, uh, the story was re- the story was eh. Eh. like it went. T- it felt like I was watching Lords of uh, Dogtown. Oh, that one, yeah. It made me think I was like watching like the fucking Lords of Dogtown. Shit. Um, didn't help that you actually went and ha- there was like a person in there that was basically the Lords of Dogtown, <laughs> but. And then, every, pro, like I said, Project Dent was okay, but I couldn't recommend it to anybody. And then everything after that was, I think it was... Downhill Jam, and then the Ride series. They failed, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. No, then there was that Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD edition that promised maps from 2 and 3 that never happened. Yeah. God damn it. Like, it's, it was such an easy formula, but... Trying to make it more than what it actually was in the first place. It's a fucking skate. Well, to be fair, I think what ended up happening was skateboarding stopped. Being oh yeah, the trend yeah, died to death. The trend died, and you know, don't get me wrong, you know, there's still skaters out there, but but the skater fat died. Like everyone wanted to be a skater during that time. Yeah, dude, the skater. I never wanted to be a skater because I knew I didn't have the fucking dexterity to do it. Yeah, same. I could never fucking do an ollie. No, neither could I. Like I watched, I watched a fucking. I got a video. From the library <laughs> to learn to how, learn how, how to, to fucking skate, like like a like Tony Hawk's like thing, like how, <laughs> like I watched him how to do it all. Like I couldn't fucking do it. I used to have a skateboard. I learned how to ride and I learned how to do an ollie. But by the time I learned how to do all that, again, the skating sk- was no longer cool. Yeah, skating was dead, and it's like, well, fuck. No, see, <laughs> here's my story. Is I was at fifth grade and I I can't skateboard, but I can ride a scooter. That reminds me of that fucking Razor Scooter game. Yep. I actually... Fuck, that was it was a Razor Scooter, was a Razor Scooter for, game. For uh, PlayStation 1 and N64. I played the... Fu- I fucking loved that game, actually. It was fucking awesome. It was so... What is this? Like, let me see. <laughs> I want to see if I can find this shit real fast. We're just kind of getting fucking wax and nostalgia on you people. It's fine. We got to um, pad the podcast somehow. Razor Scooter Video. Yeah, it was Razor Freestyle Scooter. It was a four and a half out of ten. <laughs> it came out in 2000. It was on PlayStation and N64, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, and Dreamcast. I'd never heard of this. What the fuck? It was a, it was Tony Hawk with Razor Scooters. I wonder why it didn't take off. Well, it was more, cartoon, it was more cartoony, though. Well, that's because Scooters was fucking dorky even when it was cool. Like, these are like the character models they would use. 
Like, we're talking like... Fucking Christ. I don't know, I wish I had a scooter. Like, I... Like, yeah, I thought scooters cool. were a great way to get around faster because it was easier to ride than a fucking skateboard. Yeah, but then he realized he looked like a fucking chode while riding it. Like, I look like a fucking chode because I'm too I look like a fucking chode. I look like a chode because I'm too fucking tall. No, I was, I was a fucking, like, dirt fat 13-year-old, like, come wait up, guys. Just kicking his right leg. But I didn't know how to kick my left. It's a fucking fact that you can get around faster and there is more control on a scooter than there is on a skateboard, but it's also a fact that you're going to look like a fucking loser. <laughs> no girl one thought you were cool while riding that thing. Hey, girl, want to see me do a 360 on this Razor scooter? <laughs> no. Girl, hey, girl, you want me, see, do, you want me to do a wheel? <laughs> oh, my God. It was the only thing I could do fucking tricks on. I won't lie. <laughs> like, even rollerblading had its time in the sun. <laughs> Hey, I had rollerblades. Yeah. Scooters never fucking. No, it ever did. Nah, scooters had like their brief moment. Yeah, three months. Yeah, and it wasn't even about like, look at this cool trick I can do. It's oh shit, I'm late for school. I gotta get my. Yeah, clothes. that was it. No one was doing tricks on the scooter. No, they were too busy skateboarding. <laughs> okay, this but is... um, no, nah, it was. Yeah, but my whole point is that like, as I got older, I it's not that I didn't want to go outside. It's just a lot of the things I wanted to do... Suddenly moved inside. Well, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because, you know, trampolines, it's really hard to do shit when you get older because, you know, most of them have weight li- weight limits. Yeah. Um, I also start... High school, I was inside a lot because I fucking played basketball for four years. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to do was go out and fuck... Well, I mean, I still went out and still played basketball, like, at the park and schools and shit, but... I was more, you know, I wanted to relax. I wanted to fucking sit back, fucking not do something that put more bruises on me. <laughs> Fuck. And it was around that time I started playing more games, but even then, it wasn't actually, to be completely honest with you, it was, I played a lot of, when I say, like, Guitar Hero and Rock Band were, like, my high school years, that's because that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Like, I didn't really, and, like, shooting games. Like, I was that kind of, I was kind of like that that kid that, like, played only the popular video games. And, like, I played the RP... I was still had that, like... I liked RPGs. I liked those mm-hmm. fucking kind of games. Well, they were popular for a reason, guys. You know, they were... They were good. Yeah, because they were good. They functioned. For yeah. me, I, I was always... I still am, like... I was never really just a purely outside kid. I was, mm-hmm. you know... They you were, tried they to were, find a balance. Yeah, they were equals for me. Except now I'm a lot more of an inside person. And it's not... It's not for lack of trying. It's just that... Once you're an adult, like there's always conflicting schedules. Hell yeah, it's real. It's not, hard it's to not like in. it's not like it was when we were in high. Even you can go as late as high school. It's not like we're just like, yo, let's go to the park on the fucking weekend and play some football. Because that's what I used to do. Like, like me and my right friends would go. Me and my friends used to go to the park over off of fucking Cheyenne, and we just go fucking play tackle football. Yeah, now it's like, hey, I knew what you were gonna try out? to say too. It's like, hey, you guys well, want to hang out now? Like, oh, we gotta set a schedule for it. Version of that game. Well, this is the, I'll tell you this after the show. I mean, we played wrap-up if yeah. we didn't play tackle, but mm-hmm. we didn't play flag or two-hand touch. We weren't fucking with that shit. Uh. And then pro wrestling's always been a really big thing for me. Like a, And then, like, my my middle school and early, my late elementary school, I was backyard wrestling. Like, we actually, me and my friends actually, like, had a weekly program. Like, we had, like, those WWE I, belts. I oh, my God. Did you, what's I that, had that was too? there actually booking? 
We booked our own shit. Oh my god. We had entrance themes. We did that too. We didn't Holy have commentators. We didn't have commentators because uh, actually no, we would have a commentator. <laughs> the person who wasn't fighting would commentate. That's amazing. We we didn't do that until like the only di- the only difference was is we didn't sh- we didn't uh, everything was a shoot. It was whoever could land their finishing move first. <laughs> Because for us, it's like, you know how, like, finishers are protected? Yeah. Our finishers were always protected. Yeah. You know, so if you were able to land your finisher. The only thing that wasn't protected was submission holds. Yeah. Yeah. And that was on, and it was like, the the only thing that we had was like, it was only protected if, like, the match had gone on for, like, five to, like, ten, fifteen minutes, and you get locked in, because mine was the cross phase. And the sh- I did a sh- I did a- I had a mean fucking sharpshoot. Actually, my three were I had a mean fucking sharpshooter. I had a mean fucking walls of Jericho. Cause I get that I had that fucking knee. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you go into the lounge and, and, and because I'm t- because I'm thing. because I'm fucking tall, I go. Yeah, I bet that made it hurt so much more. And then my last one was the crossface because I was just boom, motherfucker. <laughs> I did I did two submissions uh, for my finishers yeah. and it was it was the lion tamer which is exactly when you put the knee into the back that's yeah. when you turn it into the fucking lion tamer and the anaconda vice I didn't because do I, knew, I, I knew exactly how to like position my body to where they couldn't fucking grab me and like pull me out of it by the time I by oh the time CM Punk was big I didn't I didn't I wasn't able to do that anymore oh, but I still uh, my it. main I still remember like my two fucking like my main finishers though and like I have a really flexible spine, so like they couldn't do those to me. Yeah. However, my my friend could meet. He could hook in the figure four quick as fuck. So and that's painful as shit. I want to ask you one question about this. We're talking about like we're kind of ending on back off backyard wrestling. What was the exact moment when your parents were like, "Okay, stop this shit right now"? Never. My parents never fucking. No, for well, for me, it was when I speared my cousin through the fucking door, and I did it bad because. The way he took the bump was, I actually did go head first, but the way he also fell back, I went head first into the fucking, like, hard-ass wood floor. Nah, man, like, we would do, like, we had unprotected DDTs, dude. Like, we did not take good bumps. Yeah, I gave myself a DDT. What did you guys wrestle on? Because for us, it was just, like, a grass field. For me, it was a fucking wood floor because we were dumbasses. For me, it was either grass or the the one that was more regular was trampoline, so we could take... Our bumps were the tr- were absorbed by the trampoline. See, this is when this is when like little baby didn't understand that the reason why they didn't because it was safer. We had no right. idea that was the case. We we kind of knew, and we would spend we would get together and we would spend half an hour removing as many fucking rocks as we could from the fucking floor. <laughs> right. So we'd be like, look, we want to be able to hit these moves, and if we want to make them look good, we have to land hard. So we got rid no, of because that's why that's why we ended up going on the uh, trampoline. One of my friends because uh, we wanted to we wanted to have the force behind there. Because what my I think I told you what my main finisher was when I did backyard wrestling. It was like you know like how the bookend like had that kind of like swing to yeah. it. Yeah, I had my thing was like I had it like like the bookend except when I got you up. I spun you around. Okay, yeah. And like fucking That's like good. I and like like, like ended it like how a side effect ends. It goes like it's like I mean, yeah. Boom! What did you call it? Uh I think it was like Fuck, what was it called? I think it's like I think it was probably just like the Big Ben or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, I can see that. A Big Ben drop or some a shit. A Big like Ben I like that. Good one. Keeping, oh, I'm gonna keep get that in notes. Because <laughs> uh, you want to do of, something with this stuff. Right. One of our friends who who we all we always booked him as champion. Mm-hmm. He, we all agreed that he would be our top guy because he was the fucking quarterback for the high school football. <laughs> <laughs> that was the 
one cool guy that we were like that, more you were friends with. with the high school quarterback, but only because he was a huge wrestling nerd. But it was oh the one thing he always fucking kept secret from everybody. Oh and we, we would do these fucking backyard. This is anime as fuck right here. And and he would be our guy. Like you're the guy. Uh, you're the bad guy. Uh, and and his obviously his finisher was the fucking spear. Oh. I, had, I, I put in a, I, my spear wasn't really good but I put in a decent spear my thing was more as far as like running moves it was kind of like mine was more of a clothesline we, we always practiced our selling more than anything yeah where it's like look we obviously can't have you fucking legitimately tackle him we're not a part of the fucking football team you'll murder us yeah. um, or it was a shoulder shoulder run mm-hmm. yeah so yeah uh, for him it was that my friend uh, had, my friend was a huge fan of Shawn Michaels so he did like the diving forearm with the hop up Oh, one of my friends did. Uh, he would do sweet chin music as his finisher, yeah. as his strike finisher. Because we all had a, we all had like an impact finisher, and we and all had a submission. Strike, yeah. So for me, my, my submissions my, were yeah. the wall or the lion tamer and the anaconda vice. As far as like uh, an, an impact, actual impact, like an impactful finisher, it was a shining wizard. Nice. Oh, the fucking knee to the yeah, yeah like knee prop them the... up against something, go running up ahead, fucking make sure their knee is bent, so just get like air off of that and just knee them. Yeah, no, it was intense. So like for it was, for that it was like CM Punk Shining Wizard. It's so like, then none of you guys the bulldog got to the point where one you had to go to the hospital, huh? No, uh, no, we just kind of like went one of us did get legitimately really hurt one time because we we decided to try out a ladder match to see how. Oh that my god! Yeah, we did that once too. <laughs> I did a swanton bomb off the top of a ladder onto a trampoline. That was the most fucking scary thing I've ever done in my life. Never again. We oh, because the la- as I jumped the ladder fell, so I was like, oh my fucking. <laughs> for us, uh, for us the, the finish of the match was um, supposed to be just like a like a regular like you get the dude kind of like uh, like like side effect off the ladder. Mm-hmm. So we would practice it uh, at this because um, we lived in an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. We would practice it at the pool. Oh shit! And the that's pool, the best place to practice. The pool was legitimately near the fence, and we could get on top of the fence. Oh no! So so we practiced that move all the time, and it always went off no no problems. The one time we fucking do it on the ladder. But when you actually do it and you actually land on hard floor instead of water, like... Um, <laughs> no shit! Yeah, that actually... That hurt. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so somebody else has to take this. Because it was when we practiced it on the hard floor that one of us actually legitimately got hurt. And it's like, fuck. That's going to fuck up the finish of the match. Oh, We're going to have to switch it. So we had our... Uh, that was how we got the belt off our top guy. <laughs> is we, we did that to him. And then the, the dude climbed the ladder. So we we we, uh, we had switched the booking to uh, make it David versus Goliath. <laughs> oh we had, god! We we had recorded one. Does uh, this place exist match. anywhere? Probably not anymore. Oh. Nah. Okay. It's like my porn career. It's fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> as far as you know. As far as I know. Alright, good show, guys. Um, it was episode 149 of the podcast. It was Dan. And Ben. And Richie. Goddamn. <laughs> and promise you, you won't hurt yourself, but until next week. Stay nerdy, folks. See ya. Later. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, the game that we would play. Um, oh, wait, let me stop this one. Oh, you're talking about smear. Oh, one. Grins like Sidon, fucks up chins like Sidon. No one has those incredible fins like Sidon. For there's no Zora here half as manly as the son of our great King Dorfan. You can search all the coral and algae, but Sidon is the best in the sea and on land. No, no. one. 
limbs like Sidon. Flex his limbs like Sidon. No one rushes to help flood victims like Sidon. I'll do all that I can to assist our champion. My, what a guy that's Sidon. Give five rocks, give ten rupees. Sidon is the best in the anemone. Whoa. No one bites like Sidon, works through nights like Sidon. In a shark attack, nobody bites like Sidon. I'm unrivaled in rampant enthusiasm. Ha! Ten points for Sidon. When I was a lad, my dear sister told me of the Hylian champion named Link. Now a century later, I'll fulfill her dream and I'll help him save us from the brink. No one dives like Sidon, saves our lives like Sidon. No one makes us feel warm and alive like Sidon. I who see of my decorating. Whoa. My what a guy. Side on.